Welcome back to the Untitled Movie Podcast. We are back after this is our first one of the of the year, first yeah. episode of the year. So it's the holidays, yeah, the holidays suck as everybody knows. Um, <laughs> but uh, people have been waiting for us to uh, talk about the Tyler Perry movie, but we're not going to do that. We'll talk about it for a moment, y'all. Everybody, like as Raven said off air, everybody's heard everything that could be said about this movie at this point. Yeah, everybody's talked. We about missed it. The, we missed we missed the cutoff. We did, we did. Um, but the, I mean, I think everybody kind of felt the same way. There are very few people that I've seen either from my friends on social <laughs> media or um, from the random reviews that I've been looking at that thought that this was a great movie. I think um, more people thought that it was crappy yet entertaining. Um, oh, it was definitely entertaining. Yeah. I mean, anybody who talks about this movie, you know, the, I mean, a classic line has come out of it. Ashtray, Ashtray bitch! <laughs> you know, Yo, that, that was ridiculous. Cats is going to be saying that for real, though. That's the yeah. sad part. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, 22% on Rotten Tomatoes? That's pretty high, though, actually, with Tyler Yeah. Roger Ebert gave it two out of four, which I thought was kind of high. He was like, Yo, I'm at the crib. <laughs> Yeah. Roger Ebert gave it to him? He did. I was like, is he friends with Wait. with Tyler Perry Wait, or something? He gave, he gave, he gave. Wait a minute. No, no, no. So it wasn't Roger Ebert. It was whoever Roper. doing oh, his reviews his now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, it was from his site. But he also, but his wow, site, his, but his site gave Boo, uh, Boo, uh, like two stars too. Wait, Roger Ebert did? Yeah, well, that site. That's oh, yes. Same, yes. <laughs> that same place gave uh, Boo two stars. So yeah, so is there like some kind of long-standing kinship between them? Like I don't, I, mean, I, mean, I understand. Maybe, like maybe the, I think there's a there's a there's a reverse well, racism thing because they well, they, they shit on a lot of black movies in the '90s and '80s. Well, no, like I just wonder <laughs> if like like that end up being classics for black people. They were like they hated Harlem Nights. Like they shit on Harlem Nights. Well, yeah. So because of that, is there an, are they giving black movies more credit than they deserve? Now? Yes. Yes. Have they lowered their um, yes. <laughs> rubric for yes. evaluating. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But also, um, Tyler Perry is actually a, a national hero. You at know, the same time, <laughs> I I have a lot of respect for Tyler Perry, and I would actually love the opportunity to work with him, especially to be his continuity expert <laughs> or his legal expert. <laughs> you said continuity, like to be able to go yes. through and like, yo, this ain't matching up. That, and, you know, you have a microphone hanging down in this scene. The people in the restaurant aren't actually eating anything. The one dude. The wig just, uh, has changed from one scene to the next. The judge had the script sitting on his oh desk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yes. So the script is sitting right there. Yes. Like right there. Uh, <laughs> yes. My attorney friends and I cringed. So no, I do want all of you Risha talk about Webb's performance. Minute, so as an attorney, I do want to. So oh like, is that is that like? I mean, I know it's horrible uh, law, but you when you have like a law person like, yo, man, that's not what happens in a real courtroom. Yeah. So that I was trying to decide if he wanted her to be that stupid. Or if he was, if he just didn't know, but no, you don't get to reopen evidence yeah, <laughs> after you've closed your case and call a witness in the middle of closing arguments. No, you don't get, no, you do not get to do that. Is there and any, once, is there any case where you could do that? 
Not that I know of, no. I mean, you wait and you ask for a mistrial based on some legal foundation. But no, you don't wait until it's your turn and give a closing argument. Be like, wait a minute, I want to call a witness. I already called because I didn't ask her the right questions. (laughs) Even though she never would have made a good witness in the first fucking place. But what if it was a new witness? No! I mean, I guess the only way is like if you the prosecution hid somebody and you didn't know about it. But in that case, you ask for a mistrial. You don't reintroduce it in the same time. So you have to start all over then, The case has already been tainted. So So you have to start all over, basically. Right. And if the judge tells you to sit the fuck down, you sit the fuck down. Like, you're willing to go to jail and be held in contempt. Just because you ain't put some money. Right. Like, what? I don't... So I didn't know if he was just trying to do it for dramatic effect or if it was supposed to be... Um, adding to the story how dumb she was and how bad of an attorney it was, attorney she was, because that's kind of the storyline they were going with. Mm -hmm. Like, she don't know how to try a case. She just wants to settle and that's it. But it just, it didn't add anything. It just frustrated me. (laughs) So as a non-attorney, how did you feel about it? Oh, I thought it was amazing. Uh, What? (laughs) That scene? No, no, no. So you felt like she was really fighting? Risha Webb with her Baltimore accent coming out all the whole movie. I like Grisha Webb. So. I like it, but her accent was coming out hard. Like she just not, was not saying like I'm not from Baltimore. Uh huh. You know, you know that, that Baltimore accent was popping. Yeah, she um she, she did, did an interview on the back on the Breakfast Club, and she really thought this was a good movie. Or, no, she I don't didn't. Know, maybe no, she, she didn't. You don't she think did. she did? No, you she think did. she was just trying she to promote it? She got paid for that. She got paid to like you need to go out here, make sure you promote it. You know, do you want another movie? You know, <laughs> do you want the big joy when I go into theaters next year? All right, then you go out there, you promote it, you do. You saw what happened to Monique, right? <laughs> Fair there enough. <laughs> uh, I met Brisha. Well, is the just the story. I met Brisha in person last year. Oh, you did? Year. Yes. You I went to an Emmy party with my boy Jason Lee. Shout, shout out Jason, Jason. who's on the Jason. Orville. Yeah, yeah. Shout just out renewed Jason. for another season. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Jason. But um, I went with Jason to um, uh, Emmy's diversity party, diversity awards party, and um, Brisha Webb was there, and I met her, and she was very, very sweet. She's very, very um, new to uh, new in her career. Mm-hmm. Uh, early in her career, uh, well, she's actually she was on that show uh, Love That Girl. Yeah, yeah that was like that was yeah. like early mid two thousands. Is that the one with uh, what's the show was she on with Marlon Wayans? Oh, that's the Marlon. Yeah, but she was on that show Love That Girl. She played uh, that was like it was on TV one with uh, uh, Tatiana Ali. Okay, never watched that. Yeah, All it was right, like mid two mid two thousands. Yeah, okay. It was, she played the the the, the, the sassy secretary. Um, you know, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so she's just a cool girl, and I'm, I'm happy to see her do big things in her career. I don't know if this movie helped her. Um, it was a nice check, man. It paid some bills for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and she did a good job with the material she had. Yeah. I think everybody... I don't. Th- I didn't have a problem with the acting in this movie at all. Oh, I did. You did? Oh, Who really? did you hate? Everybody. Really? Everybody. Was it the content, or was the a- was it the acting? Uh. I think man, it may have been the content, and then that they were like forced to like do some dumb shit. Yes, with the you know I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. Like Makai Brooks is, I like Makai Brooks as an actor. He delivered that ashtray bitch oh. line very well, though. He needs to be a villain in a Marvel movie. Line. He needs to be a Marvel villain now. Yeah, I mean, he was so evil and so the hateful. same guy though. I'm talking, I want him to be the same as that guy with that high top fade. Everything. I don't know what character we're gonna have him be, yeah. but he needs to be that guy. and He just throws ashtrays. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He just throws ashtrays like like little frisbees, like oh like like, like boomer like Captain Boomerang. Just Sweet Lord. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. But no, we need to we need to say let we as black people we have to be comfortable with having shitty movies at some point. Yes. For us to be free, if we truly want to be free, uh-huh. we have to be able to have shitty. You're right. Movies. You're right because 
other Adam filmmakers. Adam Sandler's been doing it for years on Netflix. I was going to say, yes, yes. That movie he and Chris Rock did on Netflix was oh, terrible. horrible. Absolutely terrible. And now I heard uh, the Gems movie is supposed to be pretty good. Oh, uncut Gems. No, because your Gems is pretty good? Yeah, Uncut Gems is awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I liked Uncut Gems. But he didn't do that. That was uh, Farley's, right? Or the Coins. No, uncut it was, was... Um, the Safties. It was Safties, Safties. Safties. The same guys that did the uh, joint with uh, Robert Pattinson, right? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. He's good in good movies. What was it? Funny People he was good in? Mm-hmm. I even like Spanglish. Spanglish? Yeah. yeah. Punch Rock Love. Punch Love. Yeah. 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 So I like seeing him in yeah, series. He can't direct and run it. Hmm. If he's direct. Well, I mean, is it the same thing with Because Ty- what I see, think with Tyler Perry is he's just trying to churn out things quickly. Yeah. And he has this whole thing about his work ethic and he brags mm-hmm. about how he's the only person that Horrible. does everything. And it's like, no, bro, now you got the money, you got the resources. Bring in some people to help you out. But he had a writer's room on that show, House of Pain. Mm-hmm. But he got in trouble because he was like overworking them. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you can speak to this a little bit. So. The, he basically what he was doing. He was trying to go ahead of the. He was trying to get the show syndicated fast, so they were like filming like three, two or three shows a day. Oh wow! So they could get the show because you had to do a certain amount of shows to be syndication. Mm-hmm. So he was having the writers go above the writers' amount, and it was right before the writers' strike. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he was having the writers work more than they should and paying them the same amount. Huh. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's bragging about. That's why he won't have a writers' room no more. Huh. The House of Pain situation. I wonder if that comes from like his stage experience because I mean he's used mm-hmm. to doing. Place. Yeah, and like having that shit going night after night after night, and you can and fuck make, up and it's all good. Yeah. As somebody who doesn't know his movies yeah. at all, it, mm-hmm. are are they bad because they feel like like you can? They feel, feel like a play. Like, or does it feel like a play, or does it feel rushed, or does it just feel all like of the above? Of everything. All it feels rushed. <laughs> it feels like a play. It does feel like something that's made for the stage. So one of the other issues that I had. Uh, with a fall from grace is there's not a whole lot of stuff happening on the screen like you'll have the actor sitting at a table where they could be having dialogue but then it's a narration of like what's going on so it's almost like he just filmed them sitting together and then later on had like Cynthia Fox come in and say her lines like <laughs> like it was almost so a, table, like, it was why, like a table read right <laughs> yeah so I'm like why are we watching this and like there's nothing happening and she's narrating her experience instead of us watching the watching it unfold and so there was a lot of there were a lot of issues I had with the character development. Like I I didn't care about anybody in this movie. No like we knew that she had come out of a bad marriage, um, but we didn't under, we didn't know anything about it. Their relationship was rushed so quickly, even though she started out being hesitant and wondering, you and know, why said, are you so interested? Said, I think she in said me. her ex husband ended up getting a younger woman or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but you, so you don't see any of these things happen. You just hear about them. And so I think when you're watching a movie, you want to see this stuff or get some context behind too. it, like yeah. about, or like some exposition from characters talking about it. Yeah, but no, it's just kind of like they're moving from like from set to set and not really interacting or doing anything other than the ashtray bitch scene, and mm-hmm. the rest of it is just like narrated while they're just kind of walking through the space. And you know, Tyler Perry came up with that on the fly. That was <laughs> no, that was um, that was that was not in the script. He was like, I need something a little bit better though. Just say ashtray bitch. Oh really? No, I'm dead ass serious. Oh. I read an article about it. That's he just came up with that on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Perry's an amazing man. Way yeah, out of line. Respect, respect oh. for Tyler Perry for who he is. <laughs> and he gives people checks in between their time. He gives them summer. I call them summer, summer, uh, summer job checks. Mm. You know, you don't, you ain't in school no more, and you can, you need a little summer job. 
that's Tyler Perry. You work four or five days, you go back. You know what? It's so funny show. you said that because my sister, she was like, I can just take some PTO and go audition and film a Tyler Perry yes. movie in one week and exactly. make some money. <laughs> and you made some good money. You made little, little she, five, actually, yeah, she actually went to his website and she was like, hmm, let me see what's see? coming up. I'm going to go audition. And he, that's one thing I do like about him is he gives, in addition to having some really big names, you know, He's Cicely Tyson and Felicia Rashad and Cynthia Fox, like he has some brand new people you haven't even heard of, mm-hmm. you know, and he just kind of seems to give a lot of black actors an opportunity. They might not be doing so great with it, I mean, but you he's know. He's got some it's... shitty TV shows too, man. Yeah. Like what, the haves and the have-nots. I've never watched it's that. It's this other show called Sisters, which is like the broke down version of uh, of Girlfriends. No, I haven't heard of that either. It's on, yeah, these are all currently going on on network. So I'm going to yeah, cool. not really knowing his stuff, uh, but it sounds like so. It's an easy. Is this stuff shot in L. A. too? No, Atlanta. No, Atlanta. Yeah, so he has a okay. whole. He has his own studio. He has so, a whole property. Like how big is yeah. this? Property? Oh, it's the biggest studio in the world. So yeah. I mean, not the world, in the U. S. Is a pretty big filmmaking hub now. So I, I mean, I guess it's just like act easy for actors just to go and give like five days or whatever, and they probably do it because I was saying before the show he has, he has housing on the property oh, you don't even have so to leave you don't have to leave the the studio yeah. at all he has like hotels built in the property mm-hmm. so that, that was like what we were saying before the show that was the system Woody Allen used to do you just come to New York you get five days go home get a check and it doesn't hurt your career and, and it sounds like like I don't know anything about Tyler Perry's movies but, <laughs> but, 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 but I, I, I look at the casting and it, it's just like a it's just like a, 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 a smorgasbord of names who are usually yeah, on this cast. So who's who? So I don't know if like maybe um, the fact that it doesn't hurt the career is because their names are just kind of like blended in with other with names. Of, and then you could say, well, I was in a movie with such and such and we were yeah. all in there, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. So I mean, we were saying beforehand is is what is like that, that line, that sort of like Mendoza line uh, uh, of quality versus is it worth it or not? Like, like, like who is above that line who would say it's detrimental to be in your movie man it's a lot it's a lot of people that need need money well that's what I, but so we everybody still watches this shit though yeah, like we're not way. expecting it to be good so what no. are our expectations of Tyler Perry at this point oh, I don't have any expectations of him yeah I'm, I'm, it's should like, we though should be though. No. I mean, he has so much money, so many. But he's resources. got so many other dope movies that have been filmed on his property though. Like Bad Boys Three was filmed part of that was filmed on there. Mm-hmm. The new Coming to America is filmed. They filmed Marvel movies on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther's filmed on there. His set, like mm-hmm. so, like yo, whatever. You you didn't did a lot of other shit going on in the background. You can make your little shitty movies, and I'll watch them on Netflix. Because he does still have an audience. He does still have an audience. Oh, I, they, love, they love him. I, when I went to my mom's house over the holidays, was your mom? Was, did your mom like oh, it? My, I don't, she's, so my mom sh- and I share a Netflix account and I saw <laughs> I like when I started a fall from grace that somebody had spent eight minutes watching it. So I guess that's how far she made it. Oh, <laughs> um, but she, no, but she did make it all the way through that Medea's family holiday movie. I don't, it was out. It was, it also came out on Netflix or maybe it was Amazon prime. I don't remember. But and it she, was, she made it through. The whole she thing made it through. I went to her house and she was like halfway through it, like cracking up. It was horrible, <laughs> but I was laughing too. Like it was so ridiculous that it was funny, and it's like the people are still gonna watch his shit. So what incentive does he have, like, to put He's out Adam like Sandler. quality stuff? You're right. You're right. Little Nikki. I mean, a movie so, about the devil. <laughs> so Paul is the white voice. Are white people as critical of Adam Sandler as black people are of Tyler Perry? Um. Well, I mean, I, I I'm. I'm pretty critical of Adam Sandler, but I, I also don't 
really like have stake in him carrying the mantle or anything for us. So, so it's not mm-hmm. like so. I, I put I, a lot of shit on our black people to, to hold up a lot. That's of true. Shit. That's yeah. my point. So, yeah. so I, I can definitely see a, a major difference in that case. Like I shit on Adam Sandler in, in just sort of a, a snarky way that I just kind of shit in all movies that are bad. But I, I don't feel like any personal disappointment except for the fact that when Adam Sandler does something great, he's absolutely great in it and it's frustrating to see why you can't do that yeah constantly and it's funny because uh with tyler perry my only exposure to him since i don't know him um from his uh, films that he directs is from his acting and i don't think his acting is so bad in right. other directors films like he was in gone girl, gone girl yeah. Was yeah. Good. and he was in the dick cheney movie mm-hmm. and and he was colin powell and he did a really good colin powell and, and when i see this guy show up I, at least I, I i recognize him well enough mm-hmm. and maybe that i mean just from what i see that that's kind of a frustration that i have because i'm just like you are obviously good at this and why don't talented. you stay in your lane yeah. and, and do what you do same for Adam Sandler. Why I don't say why don't you say your line is do this like amazing movies you do why don't what why do you do you know crappy Netflix movies and uh, yeah because yeah. people still watch them and I guess to Daryl's point they're still making money they're still staying on your mind you're still talking about them yeah so what I mean what are they yeah. supposed to do they're remaining relevant even if it's for bad reasons that's that's the whole thing it's like it's Tyler Perry man yeah I, I guess I, I I appreciate your point that he is um providing his space for good movies uh you know and maybe doing this shitty netflix content is just a way to keep his empire running yeah we, we gotta get we gotta put up with that bullshit we don't get we don't get coming to america too yeah. well i mean like some of the thoughts i have is, is i guess and then when i question back at that is like is it fair for the audience to see whatever lane that they excel in and expect them to 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 you know keep excelling like what if they want to make crappy movies yeah um that's kind of just their prerogative and 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 what if he makes a lot more money like he probably didn't make a whole lot making gone girl and he probably made a ton making this last one so it's probably <laughs> more of a financial it's decision it. yeah i mean he was horrible on Alice, Alice cross though too mm-hmm. i didn't see that one <laughs> uh, I, did not see that I didn't one. see that either but well, i heard he was horrible yeah, in it well. uh but i mean and i think the other question is he's giving these actors an opportunity and i you know I, I can sit back or other people can sit back and say, well, why are you doing uh, these movies with Tyler Perry? But sometimes what other options do they have? I mean, Hollywood is not necessarily so upfront and progressive about hiring um, black actors or minority actors of any kind. And then you have someone like Lupita who, mm-hmm. um, you know, Jordan Peele luckily came along and gave her that chance in us that she was not she was kind of relegated for a while after winning after 12 years yeah. of slave. after 12 years of slave yeah. where she wins an oscar and then she's kind of relegated to doing that goofy star wars character she was doing which was, was a bit part. Was it wasn't even a supporting it was like it was a bit part yeah. and then she was doing like other supporting parts and then uh jordan peele comes along and gives her that role and she's like amazing and people are like oh where, she's amazing and where she come from and it's like well she came she won a fucking oscar already <laughs> yeah. but she, and, and she's still having to fight beyond that and you know People who, you know, like Lupita probably won't be given chances otherwise. And, and so, it, you know, for them to do a Tyler Perry movie, it probably doesn't hurt their career so much because I think there is that question of, you know, who else is hiring her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, she, yeah. She, won't, she won't do that. <laughs> you don't think she, Do you see Lupita doing a... I think, uh, I think anybody who's got an Oscar is like, you know what, Tyler. Well, okay, so we were talking like like what actors w- would not do one of those movies? Yeah, uh, I mean anybody's got an Oscar. I think um, only person I think that has an Oscar that would I could see Jamie Foxx doing some shit with him. Let's really? Because he seems like he needs a check though. Like he seems like sometimes he needs a check. <laughs> I, 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 I think you know what I'm Jamie... saying like it just feel like he just like I need I need, I'm gonna go to Atlanta and trick off for the weekend. Yeah. Let me do a movie with Tyler Perry and I could just use all this money to kick it. 
Because hmm. some people think, you got to think, like, yo, I'm going to go to Atlanta. I'm going to kick it. I'm going to make all my money. I'm going to trick off, go to strip clubs. I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to go shopping. And I'm going to do a movie for five days. Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's pretty established. He probably yeah, but I'm talking about. He's like, I just gonna trick off and just make some money and get hundred grand from Tyler Perry. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Jamie would. His daughter was horrible on um the, the Good Times re- remake <laughs> with the Norman Lear where they did. It, oh, did I did live. see that. She yeah. Was horrible as fucking film. That oh. was travesty. Yeah. That was his daughter too. I was like, yeah. See, that's nepotism when it goes wrong. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Jamie Fox would want too much money. I don't feel like he would I don't <laughs> feel like he five would days, be like yeah, Exactly. I don't think that he would lower like his salary requirement oh, like, for Tyler. Only Perry. one day, one hundred thousand, Jamie, I get you out of one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I get you a thousand full of ones to go to to the to strokers. Yeah, I think Jamie feels himself too much. That's I don't true. think he would. All right, let's go into the Oscars, man. Well, let's let's talk about the Oscars. Yeah. Parasite um, swept everything and said, Fuck all y'all couches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which was a surprise and usually you know get a surprise for know, he picture. said that he was getting ready to leave yeah well, he, <laughs> when he collected uh, the award for best he actually said like during the speech I'm going to start drinking yeah and <laughs> when he won best director then you could tell like, that he was kind of drunk you know he said I'll be drinking all night yeah. That's the only thing he said in English. He said, I'll be drinking all night. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy for him. Like, you could see the appreciation and respect and excitement. And Yeah, I still haven't seen Parasite. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm disappointed to say, so I can't really comment on the film itself. But, yeah. It's great. Okay. It's great, and it's weird that it won because it's a very weird movie, mm-hmm. and it's very, it's very uh, a genre-based movie, and it's. Um, is it in the horror genre or drama, yeah, no, or is it, it its own thing? It, it is. So, so it starts off as kind of a comedy, and then about the middle of the movie. I won't spoil anything, but in the middle of the movie, something happens and it just kind of throws a wrench into the film and just sort of um, throws it on its head. And after that, it kind of steps into a new genre. But even through that path, there's still a a message in it of of wealth disparity and there's a message of, of the rich versus the poor. But there's also, what I love so much about the movie is it doesn't handle it in such a um, straightforward way. It also handles it with that nuance of, of the rich are bad for the most part, but there is some goodness in them. And that the poor are have the potential to be as bad as the rich too. So when you're watching, you're like seeing these characters and you're seeing this like class warfare going on, but then you're seeing like all these like 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 these dynamics of the characters and all these layers to the characters and it's so interesting. Like 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 the film itself can almost play as like an economic lesson mm-hmm. of oh, wow. why people, you know, why the rich are where they are and it's not always for good reasons and why the poor are sometimes where they are and it's not for good reasons also and then what how the the rich hold the poor down so it, it's it's just a fascinating movie interesting yeah i can't wait to see it because he did snowpiercer too i'm sorry he did snowpiercer okay did you see i didn't see that oh, either you snowpiercer? Okay. so uh, do you, i know you really loved once upon a time in hollywood i did i loved it so and i did too i yeah. did too um there were some ob- other movies first, like 20 minutes yeah, it was. I liked it more the second time I watched it. Yeah, I think it's yeah, one of those. I, need to watch it again, I, I mean, I, I was fine. The end was dope to me. But. I think it's one of those movies that every time you watch it, you'll like it a little bit more. 
unlike a fall from grace which i will never watch again <laughs> um i don't think there's anything yeah, there's new no or inspiring i'm gonna i'm gonna find from that but i do think once upon a time in hollywood gets better and better every time you watch it. like every quentin tarantino movie, yeah. in my opinion well especially once upon a time in hollywood because you watch it thinking it's going to be about sharon tate and what's going to mm-hmm. happen to her so the whole movie everything's happening but you're just like what's going to happen to sharon yeah. tate but once you know that and you watch it again and you're really paying attention to the scenes then the you want to know what happens out. to leo yeah. yeah yeah no i agree with that so um I think that's the only other oh and Marriage Story that's the only other those are the only two other movies that I saw I haven't seen 1917 or Jojo Rabbit Um, so do you think that it was fair that Parasite won or do you think that it was the Academy's way of trying to make up for Oscar so white Um, I think that um, it's fair that it won in terms of a quality essence if there were some votes thrown that way for making up for Oscar so white it's very, very possible, but in this case, at least it went to a, a good place, <laughs> and at least it went to a film that quality-wise was at least it worth um, it. Uh, worth a it. Crash. It was not a crash. <laughs> it was not a, a green book. It yeah. wasn't. It yeah. wasn't oh. something like that. So, wait, which is it's so. I was talking to my buddy about this. It's so weird that this Academy, the way like the Academy is almost like um, the American Electric. How it, the American Electric swings from like Barack Obama and mm-hmm. Donald Trump, and then mm-hmm. swings back. And and right now you have um, the uh, the Academy that has swung from Moonlight, the, this very like yeah. open minded pro- uh, film that was challenging, you, you know, race and 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 and, and sex and and, and uh, stuff like that. In America. Then it swings to. Green Book, which is kind of, I mean, this is sort of just like this the goofy relic. Movie. Yeah, White Savior. Sort of like a it's relic of an 80s Daisy, movie. but like reverse. Yeah, and now <laughs> it swings back to Parasite, and it, it's interesting. It's, it's like the same body that is doing this. The same voting body is picking these like completely disparate movies, and it just it's like back and forth on it, so yeah. I don't know. I felt like all of the Oscars was so intentionally trying to overcome how people felt about it being so white. Like from the opening monologue, with Chris Rock and Steve Martin. And I was like, I appreciate you making jokes about it, but can we have some like more actual accountability um, around this? Uh, all the way to like even Eminem's performance. I understand he's a white guy, but still like, you know, this rap song being performed, what is it, how many years later after he won? Like 15, yeah. He won, he won Best Song, right? Yeah, the, okay. for I mean, uh, 8 Mile. Yeah, it, um, like it just seemed it seemed like there was so much. At, Did the first and, rap song to win a Grammy? Uh, not a Grammy, uh, an Oscar? An Oscar? I'm not sure. Or is it when the was, great triple six? Uh, oh my God, oh. hard out here for a pimp. That's I'm still mad about that. No, no, I, I, think about that, that. <laughs> I think that was after 8 Mile. That, I, I think it is, I know what it is. I think that song deserved it more yeah, than 8 Mile. You know what, I love Lose Yourself. I'm sorry. It ain't like I, it's hard out here for a pimp. Yes, it is. I will run my ass off. Set up with people pimping. No, no. I will run my ass off. Cycle my ass off to. Um, hard out here for a pimp. No, cycle. No money for the money for the rent. You ain't no. Come on, man. That was a the three six. That was an affirmative one. action win. No, it was not. That was a great moment in Black history. Okay. Kids are going to be talking about that like 20 years from now. Like, Remind remember, me three, what other songs were nominated in here. I feel like there were several other songs. Remember what 3-6 Mafia won for us? 
You know, it's a good song. I'm not. I will give you that. It's a good song. But I feel like there were a lot of good songs nominated that year. I mean, Common ended up winning with uh, John Legend for Glory. Mm -hmm. The year that that Three Six Mafia won, I, it just really just burnt in my head because of that time. The time Martin Scorsese had not won an Oscar yet because the party didn't come out, and it was like this big thing. Martin Scorsese, one of the greatest directors of all time, hasn't won an Oscar. So Three Six Mafia wins that Oscar, mm -hmm. and then when they go off stage, John Stewart was hosting that year, and John Stewart says the best joke, and he says, "For those keeping score at home, Three Six Mafia." one Oscar Martin Scorsese zero Oscars I, I do like that I like that um, yeah but it just it felt like the the academy this year was trying to overcome for not uh, recognizing women and minorities Which, in film this year but there was a problem that they created for themselves because right. there were so many worthy performances yes, yes. and films that, that could have been put in there I cannot instead. believe Us was not nominated for any and I can't believe Lupita um, specifically right. yes. was not nominated yes. she was better than all five yes. of those other performances yeah, absolutely yeah that, I, I'm surprised Lupita didn't get nominated yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even like who? What won best original screenplay this year? It was. Um. It was uh, Parasite. Oh. Okay. Of course. Parasite That's why I won like everything. Five. They got like five. But us should have been nominated. Yeah. I can't believe too. it was not even nominated. Yeah. It's crazy. It yeah. was like, man, we. You already got some last time. They do that old. One. You it. Stop. <laughs> That's all we owe you. Yeah. I mean, only person that I think they can get, be nominated multiple mm -hmm. times in a row is Meryl Streep. <laughs> She gets nominated you constantly. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, but you can't deny her dopeness. Like you just like fuck, shit. She didn't get nominated this year. Yeah, though, so, so. yeah, but I'm saying, but I mean, in general, she would. Yeah. Did she and do Denzel too? Denzel yeah, too. Yeah, she was in Little Women. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay. Denzel too, though, because Denzel was back to back for the last like five, one point like five years in a row. He was nominated. Yeah. Because he had with Fences, uh, Flight, Training Day. Well, I would know. I was talking about five years in a row. Oh, he had okay. Fences, Flight. Um. He had a few ones in a row where he was like nominated. He, he knew he was gonna win. He was like, "They already let my black ass get uh, one already. I ain't gonna win another one. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna get another one. That's for sure." Um, so you want to go into a, a thing of talking about diversity a little bit with the Oscars? Yeah. Um, I mean, we already kind of covered it a little bit. There was none. Um, the only who was though. the what? Who was the only black? Was it Cynthia Evo? In that movie, Cynthia Evo. Yeah. Yo, we yeah. never reviewed that, but that was Harriet. an ABC after school special. Yeah, I hate yeah, that movie. We were texting about that. I, I, yeah. I, I it made me mad in the movie theater. Yeah. yeah, it could have been so much better. It was an ABC after school special. Like you literally can go, come in there and just be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, you're okay. Oh, yeah. she's gonna pass out. Okay, uh -huh. that's what Harry does. Okay. Yeah, right. I agree. For this to be the first story on um, the major the, on the big screen to be told about her, I was disappointed. Because the thing was gangster about Harry Tillman was crazy. She literally would pass out for real, for real, and they would have to carry her, like, and just have to remember, like, the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she would literally be talking and pass out, and it wouldn't be nothing like, we ain't to go this way. No, they'd be like, we was fucked up. <laughs> we pulled you over this other tree. Where we gonna go? Yeah. yeah. And she'd be like, oh, shit, I didn't say the path. Well, fuck, we going around this way now. <laughs> like, it was just like any other human. Like, she passed, but she had like a, um. She had a TBI, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she would just pass out. It wasn't no thing of like God passing. No, she was just passing out. Mm -hmm. Like she was like she, she would do speeches. She like she was um, and they really they tried to like. And I don't want to get into here too much, but they really fucked up the idea of her and John Brown had a very intricate relationship when it came to the free and freedom of slaves. She was supposed to be there at the Harper's Ferry, um, um, um rebellion. She was the one supposed to get them the guns, all this stuff, but she couldn't get there. 
and they 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 they, they in the Harriet movie they he kids like oh I'm John Brown they just threw it away like oh John Brown's is here to you so kids don't even think John Brown just shows the fuck up you don't know why he's there yeah. he just happened to be on a boat with her mm-hmm. and he's like oh you John Brown nice to meet you John Brown <laughs> like, okay well yeah there's no context with that yeah. like they just made it it was just whack and then she's she was better than me and uh uh uh. Uh, night at the bad night at the bad uh, El Royale to me. She was great in. Yeah, she was um, better than is, better uh, than bad that. times in El Royale. Yeah, bad times yeah. In El Royale. No, she's she's fantastic. Yeah, I really like her. That than what was this. that shitty movie she was in with? Um, you're you're gonna Elizabeth say, Moss and um oh not Elizabeth Moss. I thought, I'm sorry, you're gonna talk shit on Widows. Yes, that's what I mean. No, Widows is great. I fucking hate Widows. <laughs> she was a Widows. I hated that movie. Oh, she was the girl that was the backup girl they had, right? That yes. wasn't married to nobody. She, had, like, she was the getaway head, driver. Right. She was the one that was like she was the one crawling down the the the, the house and shit. Right. I don't remember Elizabeth Moss in there. Was she? It wasn't Elizabeth Moss. I was getting that mixed up with the kitchen, which I also think think is terrible. I heard the kitchen. I heard um, the kitchen's terrible. It just kind of it kind of had the same look for me. Kitchen's so a I, comic book actually. It comes from a comic. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um. Uh, no. Uh. Yeah. Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Viola too much. It was too much spitty kissing. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> you don't think she would? Wait, no. Did she already? No, she, she didn't. No, she she did. didn't. That was Alfred Woodard. She, she got remember her career started later too, though. She was like, "Fuck that! I already took me this yeah. long to get my mm-hmm. career popping. I ain't right. going backwards." It just right. when he did that, his little girls. He had just came off the wire. Mm-hmm. You gotta give him credit for that. He had just come off the wire. I guess. <laughs> so uh, what um from, from this year? Mm-hmm. What, what um black actors or directors or anything would you say need to be nominated or should have been nominated yeah i mean lupita absolutely lupita i mean and i'm fine i'm i was fine i would have been fine if you didn't put us in there but lupita herself playing those two roles mm-hmm. should have been nominated yeah. yeah i mean i i think us you know i think us should have been i mean i love us it was, yeah. it was my number one movie of last year but i can understand that it's weird and and, it, and it's a horror and that's kind of um, what people would say, but I don't think it's any weirder than Parasite is, and it kind of touches on the same, same stuff. Thing, like, it, yeah, like, like honestly, like if you haven't seen either movie, that's a great double feature because they really talk about wealth disparity a lot. So, um, I mean, I, I think us, I think us should have been nominated because I think us is a masterpiece. Yeah. But I mean, Blind Spotting a little bit too, man. Yeah. Well, Blind Spotting was last year. Well, I was gonna ask. Well, was that, that 2018? Yeah. Was Just Mercy out in time? That was out in time. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that that could have been probably um, Fox over. Yeah. Um, Michael B. Jordan was kind of the straight role. And, and I, yeah, I like Michael B. Jordan, but he's not. He still has some growth yeah. that he needs to. I need to see Just Mercy, but I heard he doesn't do as well. In there. Have you seen Just Mercy? Uh, not yet. No. Okay. I heard he didn't do as well in there as he could. So there Jamie is Fox? no uh, Michael. B. Oh, Michael Jordan. Okay. There is a character in it, and I won't tell is you. Is it O'Shea Jackson's role? No, he's in it too. But there's another guy who I don't even know who it is. But his character—I don't know who the actor is—but the character uh, steals a lot of the emotional, like oh, p- core of the movie. Yeah, um, and I, I, won't, I won't tell you what happens because yeah. it's kind of a spoiler. But he was the one I really thought of um, leaving the movie and it was before the nominations were out. I was like I could see whoever that actor is stealing yeah, the, the supporting, supporting from Fox probably but no, neither of them got nominated yeah so I, um, I I feel so underprepared for this because there are so many movies I didn't see in 2019 <laughs> but um, it's a bad year for me movies too I didn't see a lot of movies so I did see My Name is Dolomite, which I had really yes. low expectations for. That was for, good, man. But this Eddie was a comeback for Eddie Murphy. Eddie, like, been, Eddie Murphy is on a real comeback streak right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a callback to Hustle and Flow. It's the same director as Hustle and Flow. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Yep. That's right. Craig. Sure is. Uh, sure is. Yeah, Eddie Murphy was great. He 
probably should have been nominated. Yeah. They, they holding on to him for that Norbit shit, man. They really won't let him get punished. <laughs> He's for Norbit. Punished for Norbit. He's punished for Norbit, man. Because he should have won fucking Best Supporting for fucking Dreamgirls with, uh, what was it, Cadillac? Yeah. Uh, I, don't Cadillac, be- I don't remember who yeah. beat him, but yeah. yeah. Um, Loose. I, I was just about to say that. Sorry, yeah. I still need to see Loose, though. So, I haven't seen Loose, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So go ahead. Loose, I would throw Kelvin Harrison Jr. in, and especially yes. because a lot of times um, the Academy will nominate an actor for one movie, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a career retrospect yeah. nomination. Yeah. So like... Um, um, the, the girl from uh, Little Women, um, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh gets nominated for Little Women, and a lot of people were like, "Well, that was kind of for Midsummer too, because she was she was the lead in Midsummer." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kelvin Harrison Jr. could have gotten that too because he was in Waves. Yeah, so that's was, I have seen Waves, yeah. and I was I really impressed with I his performance as that. Yeah, he was fantastic. So I would have I would have said that he, I would say but he got snubbed too. The, the one in Loose who really blows me away is Octavia Spencer, yeah. and she because yeah. she is. Like you know the basic plot of, mm-hmm. of Lucy, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. so yeah. she is like this character. Well, actually, uh, Kelvin is too. So they they both are, but they're both characters where you just don't know their motive, and like every conversation they have with each other, it's just they're they're, they're like which one is which one is good and which one is bad. I don't know who to root <laughs> for here. And, uh, and and they both play it so well, but but Octavia is already kind of a an Oscar darling, so I'm not I'm surprised she did not get nominated because yeah, she I mean, was cause, cause she she didn't win she didn't win for best supporting for the help right uh, she's won an Oscar I can't she, remember what I it don't was remember. for she was nominated for that and she was nominated for the. Uh, <laughs> the fish fucking movie, which I can't remember. Oh, um, <laughs> something, uh, something about water. What is it called? Uh, a shape of water. Shape, shape of water. water. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like right. she won for the help. Now let she, me look it up. Now it's gonna be. She. I know she won a Golden Globe. Did she win for Hidden Figures? Hang on, let's see. Or was it Hidden Figures she was nominated for? Don't quote Taraji wasn't nominated for that. Taraji was. For uh, Hidden Figures. Yeah. Hang on. Let's see. Let's double check. So she was nominated for the Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. That's it. She was nominated for Hidden Figures. She won for the help. In 2011. Okay. So did um um, what you call it now win for the help then? I don't think Taraji's won an Oscar yet. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking for the help. Um, who was um? We just talked about her that she would never do a Tyler Perry movie. She was oh a, a um oh shoot! I just forgot her name. Widows. Oh, uh, Violet Davis. Violet Thank Davis. you. Did yes. she win for the help? Uh, she won for something. Let's double check. Well, no, she won for Fences. That's what it was. She oh, okay. she oh when she fences. had all that snot dripping and stuff. Yeah, she won for Fences. I think she lost her best actress in that year for The Help. Yeah. But I think she won. She, I know she won for Fences. Yeah, she, gotcha. yeah, she nobody, was not. Nobody even showed. No, everybody knew Like it was, everybody knew that she was winning for Fences. Yeah. Like, it, like you could even look at, I remember you looked at everybody on the screen and everybody was like, shit, man, I don't want to win some popcorn or something. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't winning this. We, they, this has been a long gone, uh, thing that she was going to win this. Yeah. Starting right here with you. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so she won for uh, for Fences, nominated for The Help, and also nominated for Doubt. Which really? Was, yeah. Doubt is so it good. Really good. She is so good she in it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I did not know that. That was, uh, I mean, that was one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's last movies. Mm-hmm. Shout out to, um, did Meryl uh, Streep win for that one? I don't remember she won. I, I, I think they all got nominated. Yeah, I mean, she did a phenomenal job, yeah. too. Yeah, I, I didn't like the help. It just it couldn't be. It just it gets my blackness to be down with the help. <laughs> Sorry. So well, wow. What about uh, Queen and Slim? Did you guys see that one? I did not see I it. I saw Queen and Slim, and I, I was very, it. very disappointed. Please, yeah, Slim. please don't ruin it for me. I've I'm gone not. this long without hearing any spoilers. Well, I don't know no spoilers for. But nobody just, had an Oscar-worthy performance in that. Fuck no. Okay, fair enough. No, it was. Um, 
Very predictable. Did you see Quintessence? I saw it, yeah. Very predictable. Yeah. Very um, stereotypical, too, to a certain extent, mm-hmm. I feel like. Like, if this movie's made in 95, 94, it would have been fine. But I feel like in 2020 or 2019, we, like, we're... We don't need that particular movie that's in theaters. Like, if it's on Netflix or something, I would have got it. Yeah. But so, not in theaters. It was a movie I was really emotionally engaged with, but then yeah. afterwards I started thinking about it. And I thought, and it's not a spoiler, I yeah. promise, but there's a scene where there's a sex scene in it. And you remember what's happening, yeah. what they're juxtaposing with. Yeah. And, I, and afterwards I was like, I don't yeah. know and, how and, appropriate and that was. The, one of the major points with, with the kid, and I'm like, yeah. That didn't even make no sense. That didn't even make no sense. Mm hmm. And I didn't like I, the, uh, the one thing, Raven, it's not even spoiling. The cop no, no, that no, no, pulled no, no, them over. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the pre- Go ahead and talk. I'm going to hold my ears. It's in the previews, Raven. I'm still not hearing you. He's a, that, that cop was overly racist. That cop like, was. That's like overly, like, like, I, I, like I, I know people are racist, that much, a, but I've never seen someone just be that overtly he racist. Was, he, that guy's actually a musician I love. And yeah, so I heard he's yeah. pretty cool. He, he's, oh, he's really soft-spoken. Yeah. He, he, he's a country musician who's really, like, progressive. So. Yeah, that's what I heard, though. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, he's over, like, I don't know about anybody. It's like 1950s racism. Yeah, like, he Get out the car, nigger. Like, whoa, he, like, what are we doing here? Like, come on, we can, And I thought it would have been more... And I thought that scene in general, I thought it'd been more if it would have been a situation where it was that that blind was way greater. Yeah. Instead of being well, overtly like, oh yeah, that cop should have got shot. Well, and honestly, the the movie is like that. Like every character comes on screen after ten seconds, you just know what box they're in, <laughs> and and they never they don't leave the boxes. They never do. <laughs> yeah. And that that was that's the thing, Raven. Right? Like everything is stereotypical. Okay. I mean, I figured that. I was figuring it would be like a predictable, like, yeah, I wasn't listening. I'm trying. I really do want, I know, no, no, I'm no, not, no, no, I have very low. And stuff, you know, whatever she's going to do with girl. I have very low she's expectations. Of Red Legend. Okay. That's her girlfriend. All right. Shout well. out to the other Oscar winner. Who? Cynthia Rio. That's her girlfriend. Who? Really? Lena Waithe. Okay. So the, but the woman who played Harry. Queen. No, 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 I'm I'm thinking of Queen and Slim again. Yes. Sorry, I forget who what her she's name is. Dating, she's dating, uh, she's Joshua, engaged too. Joshua, 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 Joshua yeah, Mark, not yeah. uh, Joshua Jackson. Jackson yes, I'm sorry, and yes. she's pregnant right now. Yeah, yeah, because yes. yes. Joshua Jackson is in. Is that that's Pacey, right? Yeah, yeah Pacey. Dawson's yeah, yeah, Creek. Like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying. I was yeah. <laughs> <Shopping> Pacey. Yeah, <laughs> Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, Pacey, no, old like us though. <laughs> how old is she? She like not, she's young. She maybe thirty. Pacey's older than us. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> not that much. Okay, so um, like I said, there are a lot of movies I have not seen, but I just pulled up a few critically acclaimed black movies. So, I mean, okay. even though Oscar's so white, I don't necessarily believe in affirmative action in filmmaking. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think you have to pick a black movie to make sure you have diversity, or you have to pick a female director to make sure you have diversity. I think that movies should be judged on their merits. So in that point, on that point, I kind of agree with Stephen King a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think he could have worded, you know, his perspective a little bit better. Yeah, he just he didn't say it right. I understood yeah. what he was trying to say, and I don't I don't necessarily um, disagree with that point. Um, but I do think that if you recognize that all of the movies that are nominated and all the actors that are nominated are of one hue, you should want you should take a look at your rubric and and see how you're evaluating things and double check to see if you've left somebody out and why um well, I mean, the Oscar a black woman though she's the head of the uh the head of the academy but she's woman. not i mean yeah it's just voted on by the members yeah, though, so there's only so much yeah. you can do right you, you know something they can do is is right now how, how the best pictures work it's just really goofy it's like up to 10 movies but mm-hmm. sometimes it's seven it some five it could be yeah six. It, it, and i feel like 
if it is like like, like, first of all, just go ahead and just make it 10. Just make it 10. Because what they do now is they say it's up to 10, but you have to get X amount of votes. So if a movie... Uh, it, I will call this. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know who's nominated yet. And it's like, it's like just mind. go ahead and expand it to 10, and then you can get more films, which is probably just equal more diversity. And I feel like also that what else they could do is if they're going to have 10 nominees or 7 or 9, whatever weird numbers they have, why don't you expand directors too? Because mm-hmm. that's... That's what everybody says. They say, oh, there's nine films directors uh, nominated, but there's five best directors. So in reality, there's five best films. They, they look at the, at the five directors. and there's nobody's not going to have one yeah. best director, not been nominated for the best director, not one best director. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so like this year, Mary Shuri gets nominated, but Noah Bombach, Bombach does not get nominated for best director. So everyone's like, it's not, not going to win. win. Yeah. So what they could do is um, they could expand both. And then just by sheer numbers, they will more than likely get more people i mean just more people period which could equal more diversity or something like that i do i i kind of like when they had the popular category i know people didn't like it oh yeah they got really i kind of like that though because mm-hmm. there's no way that you shouldn't have avengers endgame in there it shouldn't be getting something mm-hmm. yeah you, y'all see how scorsese was happy when the avengers endgame didn't win uh best special effects <laughs> was he oh he was hyped <laughs> oh really? I didn't yeah, pay attention. They show up like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I missed uh, that. That's yeah. straight up hater, man. I love you, Scorsese, but you a hater for that. <laughs> you are my favorite filmmakers, but you a hater for that. One. Well, and, and there shouldn't be um, affirmative action, but I mean, the people who they need to make they need to pick better movies. They need like yeah. like that's what a lot of people say. You'll see people on Twitter, and they'll be like, they'll be like, you know, a movie should just be based on its merit, and it should not be based on anything else. But then it's like, who? honestly thinks that joker is better than little women or who honestly like 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 right now it's 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 mediocrity being allowed in because it it like matches the 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 standard standardness that we we, we've been used to Mm -hmm. so um you know someone like todd phillips is only the idea is like he is being nominated because you know he's somebody who's been in hollywood for 15 years and, and or 20 years however long he's been there and he has a relationship with a lot of the voters yeah. so he's getting yeah. in there so he's the one who's getting in out of like this like he's paid his dues yeah so. he's paid his dues so he's getting in there because of he's getting special treatment that treatment comes from him being friends with a lot of the voters but that's essentially why he is getting in so what what, what they're saying i think by allowing more diversity in is to get rid of the special favors, yeah. mm-hmm. it's not to give special favors to uh, minorities. So, so if you win, you, if you win, you get a vote, right? If you if you're an Oscar winner, so vote. the Oscar, yes, you're in the Academy, but the Academy also invites um, people in that don't. It, it's kind of random. It's like a club. So like Spike Lee has a vote. Now. Spike Lee <laughs> has a vote. Yeah, Spike Lee definitely does. Yeah. Um, but. Um, but th- then they allow just like other random people in. There's no like rules. What you need to do is you just need to be invited in. And why you got invited in, it doesn't matter. It, it's kind of up in the air. Like, like there's no rules that decides that per se. I hated Spike Lee's outfit. He looked like he was there to get people's bags. <laughs> I appreciate that though. I didn't. I understand. If, I ever, it was, if, it was I, a, if you ever see me at the Oscars, I'm gonna be dressed ignorant. It was a tribute to Kobe, but it was terrible. He, what did he read? Did he read um screenplay? He looked pretty happy about yeah, Parasite winning. Like, hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, because he won last year for um uh, Black Klansman. Yeah, that's right. For Black Klansman. Uh, you know, he was super hyped. 
Yeah. So I just pulled up an article. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the best black movies of 2019. Okay. So I just want to name a yeah, few of them. Yeah. You tell me if you've seen them and if you think that they were I mean, snubbed. I'm pretty, pretty black. So we talked a little bit about Queen and Slim. Do- mm-hmm. My name is Dolomite and Us. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of The Boy Who Harnessed Wind. I saw that. You um, saw that with Chidwell? But, but that, I, I, thought that was, tell. I thought that was a year before. But um, yeah, that, that was all right. It was all right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Black and Blue I heard of, but never no, saw I mean, it or no, had you, a desire to see it. It was bad? <laughs> no, I mean, I know Tyrese was in it. It was Tyrese. And Naomi Harris. Yes. I like Naomi Harris. I know, but it's Tyrese. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> He's great in Fast and Furious films. But other than that, we get it. Okay. Um, Shaft, Samuel Jackson. I watched that on the plane uh, a few weeks ago. Um, it was it was cute. It was, it was cute. very cute. Yeah. Nobody needed an Oscar for that though. No, no, but it was okay. cute though. It was cool. Like it was like, because <laughs> I, I like Jesse T. Usher, man. He's a funny little dude though. Man, he ain't a little bit bigger than me, but I mean, he's a funny dude. You a little dude. Jesse T. Usher. I said you're a little dude. I know. I said I said I, I said I can't call him a little dude. He's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Just want to make that clear in case yeah. people hadn't seen you. Just listening. I mean, I ain't that small, though, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking thing is, though, it, it got so bad, man. When we did our live podcast, for, uh, they was like, man, you bigger than I thought you was. Everybody said you were small, but I thought you was like 5'4 or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, no, no, no. Uh, I'm not. Okay. Um, no, it was it was cool, though. I mean, mm-hmm. if you like, did you see the first shaft? The, no. the, fir- the first one with John Singleton, right? Mm-mm, I didn't. It's fun, man. It's fun. Like, it's a fun, funny movie. Okay. All right. know, it's a father-son funny movie because it's Shaft with his son. Mm-hmm. Um, the Intruder. I oh. didn't see that. Oh, this is the, the same director that yeah. did Black and Blue did The Intruder. So mm-hmm. there you go. All Keep right. Going. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. Okay, so that's why I'm saying, like, I want to have a fair I want to have a fair conversation about whether, you know, black movies were snubbed. So this is Ranker.com's list of best black movies in 2019. This is an order? This is an order. Quinn Snow was number one? Yeah. Queen so and Slim. where the fuck is Us then? Three. Wow. What was Queen, two? Queen and Slim was one. Dolomite is my name is two. Us is three. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to go through a few more of yeah. these. What, um, what Men Want, what I saw with Taraji. No. No. Is this? <laughs> this is... <laughs> so maybe, I, I mean, maybe we can't trust Ranker.com's no. list. What, what else you got? Um, just Mercy is number 11. Okay. Um, Last wow. Black Man in San Francisco, which I heard that a lot. Sh- of, I heard that should be higher. I heard I, it was good. I heard it too. I got I got through. I got through sixteen it. minutes. Is it is it slow? It's very artsy, and I think it's I just good. wasn't watching. <laughs> I loved it. I, I'm gonna try to give it another but, chance. I was not in the right frame of mind when I was watching it, yeah, so I think I need to try to be able to sit here and sit here and watch it. But it kind of matters, like what you qualify as black movie, because it's a white director, and, and so and so I don't I don't know. Oh, the black movie is eighty percent of the people in the movie have to be. Is that it? That's the, no, that's, that's the that's the scale. That's the rule. Yeah. So, so last black man in San Francisco is interesting. Black director, eighty percent. So it's interesting because he is the director, but the main actor is like his best friend from childhood, and the, oh, ma- really? the main actor is black. And so the and movie. Jimmy fails. Yeah. So the movie is written and created by the two of them, but the director, I think his name is Joe Tobit. I think his name is. Um, he is he's the one who directs it just because that's just what he's trained at, and this is what he does. But it's really their creation together. Okay. And Jimmy Fails was was going around promoting it. Joe Talbot is the director. Joe, Joe Talbot, Tal- yeah. Okay. Um, it it's it's great, but it is. Very artsy, mm-hmm. but I like very artsy. So, yeah, so. I mean, because I love "Sorry to Bother You," which was oh, yeah, also yeah. really artsy. I love "Sorry to Bother You." Some people it was so it good. I loved it. Yes, it was up. I wouldn't say it was my favorite, but it was up there. It was up there. And I do you yeah. know what those two movies have in common too? Oakland it is um, Oakland. 
it is well, Bay Area. Oh, well, yeah, Bay Area. That, that's mm-hmm. true. But what else they have in common is Danny Glover. And huh. I, Danny Glover has like yeah. turned into this actor that when he shows up, you know, it's probably like a good movie. Yeah, because I feel like Danny Glover is like past acting and he only wants to do small things and things that he believes in. So he's not the kind of person who would who would give time to uh, something that sucks. So whenever I see his name as a supporting cast, I always feel like it's something he believed in weirdly. Mm-hmm. So. I'm really not trusting Ranker's list right now since they have Don't Let Go on here. The movie that that, that we should that we should been not not black is The Farewell. Oh Oh. yes, yes. Let's talk about that in a second because I just saw that. But let me let me just finish the Ranker list real quick. So the next one they have on here is Don't Let Go, which I thought was one of the worst movies I saw with Daniel Loyo and Storm Reid. Mm-hmm. Where she like died and he was trying oh, to go back to and save her. Yes. It was so bad. It was horrible. Absolutely okay. horrible. The acting was good. The story was shitty. Um Harriet is on here as number oh, fifteen. Fuck that. I mean, at this point that's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the rest so by of comparison. This list. <laughs> yeah, um point blank, which I didn't see, but I like Frank Gio and Anthony Mackey is in it. I don't even know what this is about. But it's it's a Netflix movie that they say which is one, one of the which best. One, which point, one, which one? point blank, Frank Grillo. He was in. Um, he was on Netflix. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, he's in the Avenger movies. Yeah, he's in the Avenger or, movies, yeah. and yeah, the um, oh, Captain, no, 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 I saw Captain America. I saw that. I saw that. I saw, I saw, I saw this movie with uh, with uh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, a nurse or whatever, and he had mm-hmm. to get uh, he, he got kidnapped. There was a whole bunch of shit. It was all right. It was it's all my right. dude that played. Uh, he played uh, Crossbones. Yeah, he's in and, um, a. Why can't I remember? And he name plays too? um the main character in the um, what are the uh the movies where like uh where they're killing people? Yeah, where it's <laughs> in the, like not in the, purge. the purge. Thank you, he's the purge. Because yeah, I love the purge actually. Um, yes. Those pur- the, the purge three is a fucking masterpiece on the low. Those movies get better. Uh, that yeah. purge three is fucking good. You know that's the black director too. Yeah. Yes. He did um the movie um about pledging. That's on Nef- that was on Netflix a couple years ago about black uh, fraternities. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, on, what is it called? But he's a Q though too. So there's only been fucking good. So there's only been three purges, right? Yep. Okay. So the last one was weirdly good. That's the, the one. That's the one he directed. Yeah. That's yeah. He directed. And, and it did from, uh, feel like prequel. it was like a prequel of everything. The that other happened. two, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, good. that yeah, was, was good, good with Tessa Thompson. Yep. No, had, no, it wasn't her. It was. That's um, the fourth one I'm talking about. The third one, because that one guy, he's in like two of them. Okay. Am I right? Is he in two of them? He's in uh, two. Yeah. Uh, um, Grill, Grill, yeah. Frank Grillo. Whatever it's his name the, is. It's the prequel. The prequel where they show where they're doing the testing of yeah, the, one with the, the Purge guy. on Staten Island. Okay, I can't think yeah, of his yeah. name right now, but the one from Insecure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He played the, he was super Negro in there, man. That dude was, uh, <laughs> man, I haven't been that proud to see some of my black man just dodging bullets like that, like in situations um. He played uh, Issa's boyfriend. Yeah, on there. one uh, of them. It's the Purge prequel. Yeah, hang on, Why we gotta look this up. One? We gotta know this one. It's the first Purge. Purge four, the first Purge. That's the fourth one. That's the one with the black director. Okay, that about. one is really good. Uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one you talk about. The last one. Election year. Election year. Yeah. Election year yeah. is the third one. Election year is the third one. Yeah, the okay. one with him in it is first Purge. And that's the one directed by uh, Gerald McMurray. Oh, um, that's not Anarchy, is it? No. Yeah, no. This is this this is the fourth okay. one. Oh, the first he's got, version. Uh, uh, he's uh, Yolanda Yolanda Noel. Noel. No, I know all. Yeah. Yep. And Lex Scott Davis is up in there though. Yeah, yeah, that's the girl. Yeah, the girl in there. Okay. Um. Yeah, I liked that one. 
Um, that one was weirdly deep, though. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't how get... they trapped everybody on the set now. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay. Critics I... didn't seem to like it, though. Yeah, but that one was... I think that might have been the best one. <laughs> I like all of them. Yeah, I like the first... Look, I'm more as a TV show. Have you watched the first TV show? No. Mm-hmm. It's on USA. It's supposed to be pretty good. Is it? Okay. Pretty Let's good. get back to this list real yeah, quick, and then we can. Right um, Burning so, Sands is the movie that everybody wants to see it with Gerald McMurray's first movie. Got the it. Guy did that one. It's called Burning Sands. Okay, so Loose and Waves are both on Ranker's list. Again, I haven't seen Loose yet, but I, I, I liked Loose. Waves. I thought I it was really Loose. good. Waves is a, was a white director again, but eighty percent. So eighty yeah. percent. So. <laughs> according to Daryl standards, and I guess I guess according to Ranker's as well. You, yeah. I, I mean, I guess if the lead actors are black, yeah. or yeah. and or if it's about a black issue, I guess it's considered black. Like if. And preferably, if none of the black characters talk to any white characters besides if they're in a convenience store, <laughs> <laughs> okay. they get extra points for that. <laughs> so a couple, a couple other films, and then I'll I'll say the last one that really just made me lose respect oh, for Ranker's God. list. So there's uh, also Native Son, which I saw. That um, was weird. I didn't Have you care read the for book? the no. So I didn't care for the movie, but I love Ashton Sanders. He's a good actor, and I think that he is phenomenal. I think he's up he's and coming. We'll not yet no it's on my oh, list it's, fu- it's fucking good he is so good it's and he is a good. very unique young man oh yeah I've seen his Instagram yeah <laughs> he, he's kind of androgynous it's, yeah he's, yeah. He's real I'm, which I'm kind of surprised about but I guess it kind of I don't know um, somebody was like did Moonlight fuck him up I'm like no no, he was <laughs> no I think he was he was probably attracted to that role because of who he is but yeah. Nate, if, you, if you ever read the book Native Son the, mm-hmm. they pull back a lot from mm-hmm. that movie from the book so in the book he kills it, kills his girlfriend so that part where he was like, he Strangled kills her, her. Yeah. in the book. Mm-hmm. And he kills like random people like that, like throughout the movie, ex- quote unquote, accidentally. Mm-hmm. So it, they, and they pull back on that. Like he rapes a lot of like women in there. All kind of shit. And they pull back on that in the, hmm. um, in the, the HBO version of that. Wow. Movie. Cause then they had the director said, like, I couldn't go there. Like, I, and that makes sense though. You can't, that move, that book is 1950s book. Like, yeah, you couldn't do that. So another one on the list is High Flying Bird, which I also didn't see. That was good. I saw that. High Flying Bird was good. Soderbergh, that was good. Okay, so do you feel like Andre Holland or Zazie Beetz was Yeah, they were good, but it's it's a Netflix movie. It's hard to get. You have to be in theaters, right, to be... That's I how thought it had to Irishman, be like in a short period of you, time. The Irishman did that. That's how yeah. Irishman went like a week. Right? I think it's eligible uh, Marriage Story I guess that went to theaters too but that yeah, was a Netflix movie yeah because I think movie. they put it in theaters yeah. for a certain but I don't think well, I think what hurt High Flame where it was it like had like an April relief release or something mm-hmm. really early mm-hmm. I feel like if they had the faith in it to um, to, to release it later I think he, he would have had a chance to be nominated for Best Actor at least like he is yeah. really good Andre Holland yeah, yeah Andre he's Holland phenomenal really I love good. him so the movie that made me lose all respect for Ranker's mm-hmm. List is number 25 A Medea Family Funeral <laughs> So with that, we can ignore the rest of oh, what Ranker has right. to say. So Tyler Perry did two movies last year? Yeah, I think he did. A f- he probably did about 12. 12 I don't know. <laughs> so I, I don't know. want to talk about The Farewell. Mm-hmm. Did you see The Farewell? Yes, I just saw it. I watched it on my plane ride home from Seattle this weekend. I was in tears. It made me think a lot about my grandmother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I love it. You up in here She's so good. Shit. After that, I was like, I need to go back and watch... Um, uh, crazy Rich Asians because hey, I loved her in that, that too. She's the best part of that. Oh, movie. she's hilarious. <laughs> I love her. So it was nice to see her do a comedic role and then turn around and do a serious role. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for her. I like her a lot. Did you see? Did you see I did. Role? I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And she, the director of it, Lulu Wang, she's one that people were pissed that did not get nominated yeah. or did not get any recognition. It was an interesting concept. The way that we, yeah. you mm-hmm. know they have the farewell or the. This year it was like, all right, man. And then they they tried to to a certain extent. I could see how some people could think that. 
um, Parasite winning was a uh, was a retract because they fucked up with the nomination. I feel like. Mm, that's yeah. what I was wondering. Not having seen it, I was just that's kind of where my did you see Little Women? Went. Yeah. What'd you think? It's it's great. I mean, I mean, it's like the fifth time we've done it, though, right? It is, but it's the first time they've done it since like 1994. I mean, it's with the fifth time since the writer. Be- yeah, with no writer, and, and you know, people were saying, "Oh, it just got done," but the other people were like, "How many fucking Spider-Man movies do we exactly. get? <laughs> we get a Spider-Man movie and every Hulk year." And, yeah, but but this movie, uh, this version of Little Women, isn't necessarily about the book. It is about the book, but she also includes. Um, the writer it's really interesting she includes like the writer's life into the book too so like imagine somebody redid the shining but it actually included like parts of stephen king's life into the into the movie too and it was really just like kind of fascinating how she did it i do want to see i didn't really feel like i needed to see it i love little women it was one of my favorite (laughs) books growing up i read it probably i think i read little women probably more than any other novel as a teenager i I loved it and then I, i liked the movie with claire danes and winona ryder Never and Amy, what is her name? Amy, shoot, I'm forgetting her name. Wait, uh, in, in the new one? The one, no, the one that played. Um, the 90s. Yeah, I can't think of her name. Anyway, um, the one that was with River Phoenix in that one movie. Anyway, I can't think of it right now. But anyway, I, I liked that version, and I was kind of like, oh, I don't really need to see Little mm-hmm. Women told on screen again. But even just after seeing the clips, and I love Sorsha, um, I, I feel like I uh, I want to see it. Yeah. yeah. Gabriel, I'm sorry, not Gabriel Byrne? I love Gabriel Byrne. No, I'm talking about one of the sisters. I can't think of her name right now. So I've never read Little Women. I mean, like most guys, I haven't read Little Women. I, I've never even seen the original version. So this was the first one that, that I, I went into. And I'm not sure how the book works, but I know there's like a time jump. Or there's like two mm-hmm. books or something like that. Yeah. But how the movie handles it, the new version, are, are the time jumps are like immediate. So really? you'll see so like... it goes back and forth? It goes back and forth. Okay. And it, in, in the movie gives you no warning. Hmm. So you after like the first like 15 minutes, I was so confused. And then I started to like kind of re orientate oh, myself like, who, is this adult who is this a random adult yeah you know? so it would have like uh, um you know ronan's character or florence pugh's character would be walking out of a, a room and then it cuts to her walking into a new room and that new room is the time jump hmm. and, and it's later on when they're adults and it takes a minute so when, when, i'd say when you watch it if you're not familiar with the source material they do change the look a little bit okay. um so when you see the look changing that means it's later in time but i knew that i I saw a critic screening before the movie came out so i knew nothing about this and i was so lost at first i was like what the hell this character this just happened this character why are they just walking around in this scene Mm -hmm. and uh but once you put it together it's it's pretty good it's pretty fascinating i think the original one or the original i guess film if that is the original but anyway um i think that was like kirsten dunst's second movie after interview with a vampire and so she played amy smart who was gotcha. then played by Samantha Mathis. That's what I was trying to think of as yeah. an adult. Samantha Mathis is what you think about. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that character too. She was she was my favorite character in the book. Joe got on my nerves. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm kind of interested in seeing this new version of it. Yeah. Does Sorsha play Joe, I'm guessing? Yeah. That fits. It's <laughs> like somebody like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the farewell was up there. I mean, it was just as good. Like the farewell is excellent. Yes, that's one of them in the Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, this year was well. Okay, first of all, is there a 
better filmmaking couple in the world than Lulu Wang and Barry Jenkins. Like they are together. Like like if they have kids, their kid is gonna be just like the future of film. Okay, man. <laughs> it's gonna be all messed up. No, the reason I say this because God is George Skipper generation is gonna be their kid. Grew up in his cocaine. Uh, yeah, that's gonna end up being like the genius. This yeah, the one, not the direct descendant. Barry it's Jenkins skipping a generation. Barry Jenkins did a Beale Street guitar. Yeah. Okay. So and, and he um, and Lulu. Oh, so his wife is who? Lulu Wayne, the director of uh, Farewell. That's his wife. Mm-hmm. So they're they're a couple. Well, I, I don't know. I, actually, I don't know if they're married. They're together. Oh, so, but, but still, like. But they're together. Yeah. And so yeah. So last year he did Beale Street, and then yeah, 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 yeah. and then uh, she did Farewell this year, and. I hope they stay together because I feel like they're just going to feed off each other. And, and just Street keep... saw another one. I think it kind of got snubbed a little bit too. I disagree. You didn't like Bill Street? It was fine. I didn't think it was wonderful. Really? Okay. It was It was kind of slow and boring for me. I thought, I mean, because that was 2018 anyway. But, um, no, 2019. Yeah. January. It was uh, January. It, 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 it was uh, it, it was in two, 2019. I think it was an 18 release though. Technically. Yeah. Like, it's technically an 18. Yeah, because didn't yeah. Regina win for yeah, because she yeah. won. Cause, yeah, she won Best Supporting Actress. Oh, okay. If okay. it gets so it in, edge, edge yeah, edge. if it gets in like New York or LA before New Year's Eve, it's counted for that year. Okay. So it was a nineteen release for us, mm-hmm. but they got it in early. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, cool last couple. year was a really good year for for female filmmakers, and that was a reason that people were really pissed off. So it wasn't just a, a form of like asking for affirmative action; it was the fact that there were just like some amazing movies. Um, yeah. Uh, there, there's one uh, called uh, "Portrait of a Woman on Fire" um, that is excellent. It, it was a um, uh, it's a French film, so it kind of has that against even though. But I mean, a Korean movie won Best Picture, so you can't really make that that excuse. <laughs> but that was a movie that a lot of people were pretty pissed off to not get any recognition at all. Um, you know, Hustlers. No, oh, I, I, I know, I, I know, yeah, but no, no, no. Yes, I've seen it. it. Nobody see it. in that movie deserved an Oscar. <laughs> that movie did not deserve an Oscar. So Jennifer was, Lopez so, looks phenomenal. So what is it? What was the hype? I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen it. So what was? Why was everybody? She think? did better in that movie than she's done in other movies, but it still was not Oscar worthy. Oh yeah. And I think people liked the idea of women getting revenge on shitty men. Okay. Or taking advantage of nasty men, but I. I mean, it was entertaining. There was nothing about the movie with Os- that was Oscar worthy, in my opinion. Go ahead. Well, I saw. I mean, I don't. I mean, I know I'm directing the movie about pole dancing, but yes. I saw like in that world there were a lot of people who were talking about how un- unrealistic it was. So mm-hmm. it seemed like in the pole world there was some pushback on it not being realistic in that case, which which I don't necessarily care about. I know. There's, so there's a difference between the pole world and yeah. the stripper world. Yeah. So I just want to draw that very, very thing. clear line. You're doing a movie about pole dancing, not strippers. Right? Yeah, that's true. They, well, the they were some dance. of them might but, be strippers who pole dance. Yeah, my, my movie does deal with some strippers, but yeah. but but it is but pole dancing. Yeah, primarily. so yeah, no hustlers. They were strippers yeah. who used yeah. the pole as a part of their act. And did, did you guys ever read the read about the girl story? The one, that the main one that's uh, who's the main girl in there? That one from uh, Fresh Out the Boat. She's the main. Oh, the um, Asian woman in that. Yeah, um, so I can't think of right now. So the base, like the whole, I mean, I guess you you seen the movie, but but they were like basically taking cash credit cards, yeah. running them up, and then saying like, "We're gonna tell your wife." Mm. They were drugging them, yeah, and, and stealing then, their money, yeah, stealing, stealing their credit card and running it up. Constance Wu is her name. Constance Wu. Constance Wu. And it was like, 
that's a dope concept for a movie, but I don't know if that's Oscar worthy. No, and it's not a concept; it's a true story. Yeah, I think the only thing that people were really wanting was Jennifer Lopez to be nominated for supporting actress. Jennifer, I love you. You look phenomenal for Fifty, baby. You didn't deserve an Oscar for this movie. <laughs> she played the one. No, because the one main girl is like the girl that she was playing is suing them for using her likeness or whatever. The girl that. You know, she's like, she ain't look as good as her or something like that. Oh, my God. That is the basis uh, of our lawsuit. Okay. I haven't heard about this. I haven't I heard about this. I hope there's some other layers in your lawsuit besides she didn't look as good as I hope so, did. too, because that's not a, found, a basis for a lawsuit. And you don't even know how they ever looked, though. You just, you just no. automatically is like, I know you lying. No. <laughs> just a random stripper in, in Queens. They ain't looking as good as Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I hate Julia Stiles, too. Yeah. I've hated her ever since Save the Last or what's that what it's called? Save the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance. I hated her. I, she just She was in that movie. She was in that movie. She was in that movie? Yes, and we're the same. She was stripping? I think we're the No, she was not stripping. She was a reporter like doing Oh, okay. A, a they script. had Julia Stiles stripping? No. <laughs> like, this is a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah, no. After Save the Last Dance, I was done with her. Who's worse? Her um what's the one the girl from uh that everybody hates from the uh, Hunger Games? Jennifer Lawrence. I like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Who's worse? Her. <laughs> Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is pretty good, I think. Uh, a, it, I like her. Yeah, I, I think they're the same person. I think people <laughs> find her, and I and I'm being unfair to Julia Stiles. It was the character I hated. Yeah, but it, I the, 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 I hated her. Do the little hip hop dances up in the club oh in the nineties. I'm like, she did that one table dance in Ten Things I Hate About You, and suddenly think you think she's the best white woman to portray a dancer in a movie. Like this, <laughs> that was so shitty. Julia Stiles, shout out to Julia Stiles. You can holler at me. It's all good. Um, mm-hmm. While we're uh, still on uh, female directors, there's another yeah. one that I oh. loved. I absolutely loved from last year. And I understand why I didn't get nominated because it's too violent. It's it's kind of a horror. It's pretty much a horror. Uh, it's it's in that genre, at least. It's called The Nightingale. Have you heard I've about heard this? of that, but I haven't seen that yet either. Okay, so, oh, I probably have because yeah, yeah, horror. Um, it, it's uh, a female director. It's, it's by the director of The Babadook. Mm-hmm. So uh, her mm-hmm. name is Jennifer Kent, and she um, made this movie. It's, it's in Australia also, but it's a period piece this time. So she's an Australian filmmaker, and it's an Australian film, and it is a rape-revenge movie. So it's along that line of, of like, you know, the, 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 these like this like lineage of, of filmmaking, like Last House on the Left, and I Spin Your Grave. Like these movies are all like like it's so much that it has its own subgenre. And so she made one, and it was really interesting seeing a movie like that made by a female, where the where a lot of like rape revenge movies that are made by men. It's about a woman who's raped, and then they come back and they get revenge, and there seems to be like a healing quality to it. But I think it being directed by a female, she uh, was not going to allow that that quality, that, that sort of like catharsis to happen when she gets the revenge. So she's still like as hurt and as damaged as before, and it kind of shows the revenge in a way that might have been like futile like like, like it's a way that that it's it, not it, as satisfying as you yeah it's not it. as satisfying and it's also like questions did it make it worse like like, like has it made her life worse but the other thing that's really interesting about that movie is so so she it, it takes place in the 19th century she is um uh, a, a white woman in australia and obviously australia like america had its own colonization colonization going on back then so it had you know white europeans coming down taking over the land and um she's raped by a powerful white man and she's left to 
to die. And she's not just raped. Other shit happens. Like people close to her die. It is a brutal, brutal scene. It's one of the most brutal scenes ever. So what happens though is she wants to find them and get revenge. Get revenge. So she finds an aborigine um, who is treated terribly by the white people and who's who's a tracker. So she knows that this guy can help her track them down. And so it's so fascinating because she and him develop this friendship and she is like has essentially been oppressed being a woman in this time period by these men but the aborigine guy there's they have their own relationship their own dynamic and he's calling her out for what they've done to his people and there's so many like different just like layers yeah and it's so interesting it's such a great movie yeah Yeah, i was was trying to look that up but yeah but like i said just be be prepared because that part that happens is like the 20 minute, minute minute mark 25 minute mark when she's raped and all that um when it played at festivals people walked out like people oh, wow. could not handle it oh wow oh, does it just go on too long or is it, it too it, it goes on very long and um something speci- specific happens to her to one of her children um okay. it, that that really like messes people up gotcha okay so um so it's more than her being raped it's it's watching her family be torn apart too. too yeah okay. in front of her right. and it's it's it, it, it's such a good movie though so before we get out of here we're gonna run through the razzies <laughs> oh god the great movies let's finish it up we're talking about the worst movies of the year um nominated for worst picture cats Oh, I didn't see it, <laughs> which it. sucks because it's, I wanted to. Yeah. The Fanatic. I did not see the that The Haunting of Sharon Tate. I did. Yo, this director yeah. is a genius because <laughs> he just did the one with um, with uh, with uh, uh, Bill, uh, not Bill, uh, Nicole Simpson. So he basically takes these different stories okay. and he flips them into like a horror movie gotcha. and like a, a thriller and makes the woman be wrong, like, almost. <laughs> so, like, with the Nicole Simpson thing, they make it like, you know, she was inviting these guys over and they yeah. killed everybody type thing. Interesting. Yeah, he's a horrible director, but it's funny. <laughs> so he did the Sharon Tate movie, too. What I hear is just terrible. Yeah. The Medea family funeral. Is yes, on. that needs to be on there. <laughs> Rambo first blood. Oh, I hear it's terrible. I didn't even, I didn't even hear that. <laughs> Worst director, Fred Durst, The Fanatic. Yep. Hold on, Fred Durst? Yep, Flip Biscuit, he directed it. That's the only oh, reason no. that movie got any traction whatsoever. Hey, hold on, John Travolta let Fred Durst direct him? Mm-hmm. Okay. Travolta yeah. needs Tarantino to save his career a second time yeah, because they, they, he is hit right really by Yeah. Man. I'm looking they let at a... Tom Cruise thrive. They ain't let him, they ain't let him out for that. <laughs> what list are you looking at, Daryl? On um, Wikipedia. Okay, I'm looking at um, CBSnews.com. They have uh, Brightburn on here, which I didn't think that was that bad. For what, 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 Brightburn. For awards movies? Yeah. No, I look at the Razzies. They actually have their own award show. Okay. Uh, worst actor, James Franco in Zeroville. I did not see that. David Harbour in Hellboy. I still haven't finished it. I've heard it's five bad. Times uh, on the plane. That's I'm a good sign. <laughs> is Glass on that list? Uh, Glass is not on this list, but it should be. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, I, it's on here somewhere. I think I remember seeing it. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, Rambo, <laughs> John Travolta, the the frenetic, and another one for Trading Trading Pain. He got two nominations. Oh wow! I, got, I have two, no two, idea what two, Trading two, Pain two, is. He got two <laughs> movies nominations. And Matthew McConaughey and Serenity. 
Oh God, Trinity's awful. That's yeah, fucking terrible. Really, he did a poor job, or the movie was bad. Um, I, he's fine. I mean, the movie's just awful. The movie yeah. is just—it's so hard to separate the actor from content. Sometimes they have the Goldfinch on their list too, which I actually didn't think was that bad. I didn't see it. Was it? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was bad at all. Ansel Elgort and um, Nicole Kidman are in it. I thought it was kind of interesting. Hmm. I think so it's worth actress Hillary Duff, the Honey of Sharon Tate. She plays Sharon Tate. Hillary Duff. Yeah, she plays Sharon Tate. Okay. Did, did you guys see that movie? No. Okay. That no, it's this other guy. That they, I didn't see it either. Were they trying to ride on? twice. Were they trying to ride on Hollywood's coattails? Like what? I think they were. Um, the Razzies is basically like Oscars, but for the world. No, no, no. I no. mean, um, the I, Sharon I, movie. I don't think so. I think they were in production at the same time. Okay. It just happened to come out. Yeah, because they, they had Nicole Brown since when they came out this year too. Mm, okay. Same director, same guy. Gotcha. Okay. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Anne Hathaway is nominated for two movies. Anne Hathaway gets on my nerves. The too. Hustle and Serenity. <laughs> The hustle. I don't oh know. my god! No, that was the movie with um, Rumor, the British. I'm sorry, not British. She's, she's not British. Australian. Comedic. Oh, the one, uh, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Thank you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it she was, was in Cats. Uh, also, she was also in Cats. Yeah, is that, was that the other one she was nominated yep. for? Yeah, she, no, she's nominated for uh, this as well for the hustle. Rebel Wilson is nominated for the hustle as okay. well for worst actress. I yeah. remember the hustle now. Okay, I remember the trailers. Remember and Tyler Perry is nominated for best worst act, worst actress. As with, uh, <laughs> <That's> with <Dan>. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Worst supporting actress, James Corden, Cats. Tyler Perry again as Joe from Madea Family. Now a third time and second time in the same category for Uncle Heathrow in a Madea Family funeral. Well, I mean, he played like seven characters yeah. in that movie, so Seth he gave Rogen himself a lot of opportunities. Bruce Willis, Glass. Yeah. For Worst supporting. He's pretty bad in Glass. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica he like Chastain. he didn't want to be there. Like, yeah. he, like, agreed to do this, like, 20 years he's like, ago. He's like, man, they ain't got me on contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks tired. Yeah. Jessica Chastain, Dark Phoenix for Worst Supporting Actress. Yeah, she wasn't that great in that movie. Yeah. The movie wasn't that great. I, I refuse to see it. I didn't see it. Uh, Casey Davis, uh, A Media Family Funeral. <laughs> Judy Dench, Cats. Vanessa Pendea, Rambo. I like Judy Blood. Dench. <laughs> Was Cats really Brother that Wilson, bad? Wilson, again, for Cats. <laughs> Well, she's I, re-nominated for best support. I just hate kids. musicals. I like musicals. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, 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 you, I, you might, uh, you, you probably hate it. So, I hated musicals. Didn't they redo the CGI in there like the first two weeks? Or yeah, like because it was so it fucked was up. So CGI. But the CGI wasn't the problem. I mean, the movie was the problem. But like, I, I tend to hate musicals, so I kind of hated it, like all musicals. But the only thing I defended it with, as I was like, I personally don't think it's much worse than other musicals, and because people are like, oh, cats don't just sing and dance like that, and I was like, well, neither do fucking humans. <laughs> but for some yeah. reason that flies in other musicals mm-hmm. so uh, I mean maybe someone who loves musicals or people who do love musicals I heard that they've hated it uh, yeah I heard that it's been pretty, pretty universally yeah <laughs> so then worst screen combo anybody cats <laughs> <laughs> that's good they didn't say anybody cats all of them Jason Derulo cats oh, Tyler God. Perry and Tyler Perry or Tyler Perry. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he has They're just trolling at this yeah, part. Sylvester Stallone and his impotent rage. <laughs> John Travolta, any screenplay he accepts. <laughs> oh, Worst prequel, mean. remake or ripoff or sequel, Dark Phoenix. Godzilla, yeah. King of the Monsters, which was, I watched that on the plane. It was not that good. I couldn't yeah, get through it. Hellboy, a Medea family funeral at Rambo First Blood. Hellboy was out again? Well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was with um David Harbour um got nominated for worst actor. Oh, okay. Uh, worst screenplay: Cats, <laughs> The Haunting of Sharon Tate, Hellboy, <laughs> A Madea Family Funeral, Rambo: Last Blood. 
okay. the Razzie Redeemer Award. This is for someone that came back okay. from, being, <laughs> from, from being... getting the previous Razzie and now they're redeemed. Oh, okay. Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers. What? Okay. Eddie Murphy, Dolomite is my name. Keanu Reeves, John Wick 3, and Parabellum, and Toy Story 4. Oh, okay. So it's so people who've won Razzies in the past Before, who, who have it, done good this year. Too good this year. Gotcha. Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems, Will Smith, and Latin. <laughs> Aladdin? He should have gotten a Razzie for that shit. <laughs> he redeemed himself. And then last, worst reckless disregard for human life and public property. <laughs> you go like this one. Okay. <laughs> drag it across, dragged across concrete. The haunting of Sharon Tate. Joker. Joker, there you go. Hellboy and Rainbow Last Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Joker got ready for a Razzie. That makes me happy. Yeah, so mm-hmm. no, no, these are nominated. So the actual Razzies come out i think it might be this weekend coming up i think the razzies would be fun to attend do actors actually go yeah no you can go you can go accept your own there war. have been a few who go as a joke and they kind of accept it but for the most part they ask no, they oh cats has the most nominations in razzies history with nine. Oh my god as a movie wow <laughs> so did you like cats the play i like the play yeah i've never seen the play I heard that, I mean, the movie, and I heard the play is the same way, but the movie is just a bunch of cats who come out and one by one just introduce each other, and then the movie just ends. <laughs> I was just like, well, that's the movie. Yeah, I was like, it was like watching the first act of a movie, so, and then it just ends. I don't, I don't know if the play is much more, has much more substance to it, but is it's at least is? cool to see the the stage performance. And I, I mean, I like singing and dancing, so, and they're so just dressed up like cats. Not really. really? <laughs> it's really just cats introduce them. PBS where they like they try to sell you like the little DVDs and stuff or the, the not DVDs. I mean the makeup and the the, the makeup and the dancing and the singing are phenomenal. I can't tell you what they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, it, so, um, it is, so it is. But so I didn't actually want to see, it, especially when I found out Jason Derulo was in it. I don't know why he just annoys me too. So the, the ceremony will be is actually this weekend. So okay. we'll have the winners of those. After the Oscars, that makes sense. So it looks like Cats is going to sweep a lot of these categories. <laughs> um, what? Okay, let's let's. Who would we get? Who gets the Razzie Redeemer Award? Since that's something actually is positive. Or the nominations again? Uh, Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers. Eddie Murphy, Dolomite's My Name. Keanu Reeves, John Wick Three, Parabellum, and Toy Story Four. Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems, Will Smith, Aladdin. I, I think it's Adam Sandler. I would definitely not say Will Smith. I, okay. I thought so Aladdin. Aladdin itself deserves a Razzie. That was a shitty ass movie, <laughs> and Will Smith was annoying in it. Okay. Um, okay. I would have to go with Eddie Murphy. We don't have another name. Yeah. Either. What did he previously get a, a Razzie for? Norbit. Norbit. Probably Norbit. Mm-hmm. Okay. All these people have had. Net, nor, you've, they've mm-hmm. all had um, Razzies, Razzies before. before. Yeah. Okay. Adam yeah. probably had multiple. Yeah. I, I mean, he did. He did. I don't know. That's kind of a tough call. I just love Eddie Murphy. Um, but he did do a great job in Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Yeah, Would you say you saw Uncut Gems? I did. Okay, I, okay. Uncut Gems. I need to see that still. I saw did, it. I thought it was good. Yeah, okay. I mean, did the movie. I mean, it was essentially just like an anxiety attack. It did. Like, the, it kind of reminded me of Waves, where there was like no moment like to yeah. breathe and like catch a breath. and. But it would just like have these like. It was intense the whole time. Funny, those like moments. Mm-hmm. Like like the cameo with, with, with the father from Good Times. That is one yeah. of my. <laughs> Favorite moments in any movie this year, and I like Adina Menzel. She, did, I think she did a good job. Yeah, she was great. Oh wow! So Sandra Bullock accepted hers in 2010. First, oh, did she? She actually went and yeah, accepted. They have it. a list of everybody who. What did she win it. for? Uh, worst uh, best act, worst back, best actress. In what movie though? Uh, the Blind Side. <laughs> they nominated <laughs> her for the Blind Side. Was she that bad in that movie? 
Yeah, she won the Academy Award for Best Drags one night and then went to pick up her uh, uh, ah. Razzie the next week. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> what a good sport. So what movies are you most excited about in 2020? Ooh. We were just talking about, we were just talking about the, the, this new song movie, Chris Rock. Oh, really? I haven't seen previews oh, for that. I just showed him before you came down. It looks good. Yeah. It does. All right, we'll have to watch that. Yeah, I'm, I'll show you two before, before we have to get off. It's basically... They flip it and make it like it's basically cop, like like the with like uh, jigsaws going after cops. Huh. Interesting. Because yeah. I thought the last one was pretty good. I was surprised. The one that was just called Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen the last. That one. That you end up finding out as a prequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> See, they, they they play with time like that. Yeah. I think this year I'm um, I'm pretty excited for um, horror movies that are coming out. Like I'm pretty excited for Annabelle. I was just about to say that. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. I'm excited for Candyman. And I'm excited about the new Halloween. Oh, Candyman comes out this year? Mm-hmm. Candyman's summer. So Annabellum's spring, Candyman's summer, and Halloween's October. Yeah, no, Annabellum comes out April 24th. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm looking forward to that then. So wow. I would... Oh, oh Candyman. Because that's how Yaya Mateen's playing Candyman, right? I don't know. I, I don't I know. Because I know that um, uh, Todd's in it too, but I don't know who yeah, he but plays. Yeah, Yaha Mateen is playing okay. Candyman. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Which is Yaha Mateen is one of those other people that's a fucking good actor. Was he? Uh, he's an Aquaman? Yes. Okay. He played yeah. Black, uh, Black Manta, but he oh, he's killed good. it in the um, Watchmen. Yeah, I've just TV started series. watching yeah, that. He yeah. kills it in there. He is I'm having a hard time getting into it, but I'm going to keep with no. it. He was also in that episode of Black Mirror with Anthony Mackie, which I thought yes. was ah, really interesting. I saw that. I saw Striking that. Vipers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, no, no. Yeah, you, if you're a lady. Ladies, towards the end, though, you'll you'll get your payoff of Yaha Matino. Okay. Is, is, is for the ladies. Yeah. Tony Todd is in it, though. Um, yeah. He's, playing, he's supposed to be playing. I think his dad is. Oh, is it? With the father. Interesting. There, his name is, his, the character is Styx in the movie, um, but it comes out June 12th. Hmm. Oh, Holly Berry actually showed up for her um, Razzie for Catwoman. Oh, did she? For which one? <laughs> for Catwoman. Oh, God. Yeah, that was bad, too. With uh, uh, movies in uh, 2020, like, like, there's so many directors who are making movies who are hit or miss, so it's, like, hard to get excited. Because, yeah. like, you, you have these, like, movies that come out from, like, really dependable directors, but, like, Tarantino doesn't have anything. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson was working on a movie, but they don't think it's going to be out this year, so that kind of sucks. So the, the yeah, big... No, no Jordan Peele. No Jordan Peele. He's producing Candyman, but, yeah, but he's not but directing. He's not so the big movies this you year... Know, uh, Ryan Coogler's not doing anything. Uh-uh. Uh, uh, so like you have movies like like I think Tenet's gonna be good, but I personally think Christopher Nolan's hit or miss. So, really, you think he is? Yeah. What movie's bad from him? Um, I did not love um the last uh, Batman movie. I thought the last Batman okay, movie I mean, was okay. <laughs> pretty. Because I love Dunkirk. Dunkirk was good. D- Dunkirk was good. What was the um? I can't think of what it's called. The one, the space one he did with McConaughey. Uh, um, oh, Interstellar. Interstellar. I love Interstellar. Do you? Okay. Oh, okay. I cried during right. Interstellar. All right. So, so I cried. Like I, I had cried a hard time. It was good, but I had a hard time wrapping my head around it. I cried at Interstellar. I don't, I, y'all not gonna slander Interstellar. <laughs> oh, where okay. he ended well, up being like significantly younger than his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, that's what messed me up, man. <laughs> and I, my daughter was on like two then, man. When I saw it, I was like, I was sitting there crying, man. Yeah. I was like, Oh no, man! Like your your daughter's ninety some years old, and you still 30, 39. <laughs> Damn! And then you, nobody else knows who you are because you just walk in a room and it's like, yeah, oh, this is some random dude that showed up, man. 
See? Well, I mean, okay. So, so hopefully, I mean, he's pretty strong. So, so hopefully, it, it's good. It's just a few that just didn't hit as high as I wanted them to. And then you like, have you like um, Inception, though, right? I like Inception. I like Dark Knight. I think Dark Knight's his best yeah. movie. Memento is is great. So, like at times, he hits. He's just great. And, and hopefully, Tenet is great. But I don't know <laughs> if he had something that I, I feel is not necessarily bad, but just sort of mediocre. There's so much writing on it. And I was like, oh, this is like the big movie of the summer. And it's just kind of a swing or a miss. Fell, fell, fell flat to you. And then you have like the new Dune movie directed by Denny Villeneuve. And oh, that's right. They are doing a new Dune. And so that's interesting because I thought the new, did you see the new Blade Runner? No. Okay, so like the new Blade Runner was good while I watched it, but it just kind of left you empty afterwards. And I'm just like, I really hope because Denny Villeneuve, he he has a directing style where his stuff is exciting and very nice to look at, but then the characters are all monotone and it just leaves you kind of empty. And so I really liked Arrival from him. I thought Arrival was pretty good, but I don't know what to expect from this. And then also David Fincher has a new movie, and I also think Fincher can be somewhat hit or miss. What's Fincher coming up? I don't know. I, I don't even know if it has a title yet. Oh, it's, it's so just like his new movie is okay. coming in the winter. I don't know the cast. I don't know any of that stuff. But but like his name is attached to something that's going to come out that will probably be like one of the big Oscar players. Okay. And uh, again, hopefully that's good because sometimes he disappoints. So we'll hmm. see. So what did you guys see uh, before – you go to Scorsese with the um, Irishman. Did you watch the Irishman? Mm, yeah, I liked it. I, I still know. haven't gotten. I still haven't got through I it. Have still haven't gotten through <laughs> Chris Rock's joke about how he got through the first season of Irishman. I liked it. Yeah, it was funny. Was, was he awesome. said I enjoyed the first season of Irishman. <laughs> he said the first season of Irishman. <laughs> that yeah. was so good. So Tenet comes out July seventeenth. I'm looking forward to that one too. Um, in addition to Antebellum, that's probably the one I'm most excited about. But I'm also kind of excited about Invisible Man with um, Elizabeth Moss. That shit Moss. looks crazy, though, yeah. man. The thing about yeah. is that supposed to be in there, want to be like Monster Universe that Warner Brothers is doing? Oh, I don't know about Earth, that. They, yeah. The, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That came with, um, I, f- with, I think with the Mummy Cruise. just killed all that because it was so bad. Yeah, but, I'm not, but I don't know if this is supposed to be in that universe because they're supposed to do that with Tom Cruise, yeah, that, yeah. that Monsters Universe. Yeah. Because they're supposed to have him, the Frankenstein. Invisible Man mm-hmm. and all of them supposed to be in some universe like kind of like Marvel and some shit. Yeah. And then there's a few others. I didn't know that The Conjuring was going to have another one coming out that's coming mm-hmm. out really? September 11th. Um, I like The Conjuring September series. 11th, that's a, that's a, a crazy date. Yeah, an eerie out. date. Um, and then there's Black Widow, which I'm kind of interested in seeing. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. But I would say I'm probably also really excited about Quiet Place too. I really thought the first one was good. Quiet Place? Mm-hmm. This is part two. Is that is that supposed to be a prequel? Or is that, or is I that, think it's going to be a comp, like a, a, fl- a going through like time. Okay. Yeah. Because they um because it shows the beginning of how everything happens. But yeah. It shows them. It also shows after them the after yeah John Krasinski yeah. has died. Yeah. Did you see Quiet Place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you? I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah I, I liked it. I, I didn't quite love it. I need to watch it again because I feel like I miss I, I miss something with it because I just did not gush over it the way other people were. I think Bird Box might have messed you up. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I think Bird Box came out that like took the shine off of Quiet yeah. Place. Like this is the same movie. So like Quiet Place came out around that time, that year or two period when movies like um, Hereditary was coming out and Get Out, and like those movies I was just gushing about and. Other people were gushing about Quiet Place the way I was gushing about those movies, and I was just like, I liked it, but I feel like I, I feel like I missed something. I feel like I something went over my head. So I, I I'm gonna watch it again before I watch the sequel, and it was good enough that I watch the sequel. It just wasn't. What about you? Anything you're anticipating? I mean, so I mean, I'm looking forward to Eternals actually. 
from Marvel. Oh yeah. Eternals comes out I think November. Okay. So because I don't know, I don't. I'm, I'm not a comic book person. I don't know shit about the Eternals. Yeah. So I'm interested. in Oh, Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, mm-hmm. Kit Harrington. Uh, what's my guy? From Richie Madden. My guy from Atlanta's on that. Brian too. Tyree. Brian Tyree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm interested in that because I don't know anything about the Eternals and I'm just interested to see how they flipped it. Uh, something um, I just saw they're remaking that pisses me off. The Witches. I loved that movie growing mm-hmm. up with oh, Angelica Houston. With Anne Hathaway. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. I mean, it looks like Octavia Spencer and Stanley Tucci are going to be in it too, so maybe they'll save it. But I don't want to see Anne Hathaway play Angelica Houston's character. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are not going to do it justice. Oh, another movie, I'm look- uh, Plug Love 2 is coming out. Oh, God. As well. <laughs> um, you got me to watch the first one, Daryl. You, you thought it wasn't bad. Plug Love it 2. Was, it what? wasn't horrible. It was better yeah, than Medea's Plug Love 2 family. Out this year. Whatever. Um, I'm looking forward to that. That's definitely something I'm looking forward to is Plug Love 2. Why are they doing another Godzilla movie? Oh, Why? it's supposed to be Godzilla versus King, King Kong. Kong, though. Mm-hmm. Is that this I mean, year? Yeah, comes that, out in November. Yeah, they, I mean, they've been trying to move up towards that in general. Oh, wow. Like, the King Kong movie was horrible. The one with Samuel Jackson was horrible, too. Yeah. That one was oh, horrible. that one was unwatchable yeah. film making. Yeah, like, I was, <laughs> was so like, bad. Just, come on, man. And why are they doing a sequel to Escape Room? I didn't like the first one. They doing a sequel to that? Yes, they are. They made money? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> they're doing. Harley, Harley Quinn yet? Not yeah, yet. I saw it. How, how was it? Uh, it was pretty good. Really? I didn't see Suicide Squad. Uh, so I see, see that's, one of the worst movies. It is. Like, Suicide true, Squad yeah. is probably, if I could have, I was with a coworker and we were out of town. We were, had just gotten out of trial really early. Yeah, we just wanted to do something like, before our, our flight. We went to go see it. If I had been by myself, I would have walked out. <laughs> that bad? Or with anybody else, I would have walked out. It was so horrible. So I have no desire to see Birds of Prey. But yeah. I like Margot Robbie, so I don't know. Some you know people are saying it good. I'm Margot good. Robbie's great. You who is really good as Ewan McGregor as yeah. the villain. Okay. And I really like that because Dr. Sleep, I, I liked a lot, but I felt mm-hmm. like he was kind of muted and stilted in that movie. I felt like everyone else got to have fun, and he kind of played like the straight character. So in this movie, he gets to cut loose, and it's it's fun to watch it. Did y'all see Bad Boys? Not yet. Not yet. Bad Boys 3 is pretty goddamn good. I've is heard it good? that, too. It's better I've than 2. Okay. I don't know how we forgot this one. Coming to America. Oh yeah, we got to we got to wait mean, all year. It comes out December eighteenth. It should. That's actually smart. And same director as Dolomite. Craig Brewer. It, it is, yeah, they, Craig they, Brewer. they got along so long or so well that they. Like, Fuck it, let's run it. Yeah, let's keep mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this photograph coming out? The photograph. Um, I don't with, know. With uh, Issa Rae and. Uh, oh Lakeith. yes, yes, yes. I do know about that. Yeah, that comes out on Friday. Yeah. Um, it might be entertaining. What about the Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> on that note, <laughs> are they doing Fantasy Island too? Though, but they make yeah. a horror movie. Did you see that? I seen the trailer. Yeah, for it. I'm like, where is Tattooing? Yeah, the plane, boss, the plane. I ain't seen that. Comes in at the end. It's yeah, gonna be a surprise there. here. A little, a little little person come in like the plane, boss. The plane. Just saves everything at the end. Oh wow, there's a Ghostbusters movie coming out with Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. They, you didn't see the preview for that? No. They, they put a trailer off. They really, literally. Flipped it totally and unrelated said, to the horrible all female. Oh, they, they said fuck that. And they they basically rebooted it. Oh yeah, that. They come can in we and just like, forget say, about like, that? They basically found the old Ghostbusters Cardi's kids did. Okay. <laughs> um, Place Two. What about Mulan? Yeah, I think that'll be yeah, good because it's live action, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be interesting. Uh, I'm just running through them real quick. Peter Rabbit Two. I'll be going to see that with my daughter. <laughs> um, Is the first one good? I, I never. It was alright. I fell asleep. So I, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't. I'm, my daughter would be like, it's time to get up. 
All right, cool. Well, we out. Uh, this is some of the greatest, best sleep I've had all week. <laughs> um, the David Copperfield movie. The personal history of David Copperfield. Hmm. Who's director on that? Uh, director is Armando Anucci. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It comes out uh, May, twenty twenty. He's a uh, he's a, a Copperfield kind of guy. He's a, a comedy director though, yeah. so that, that's interesting. Legally Blonde three. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't like the other Legally Blonde. I actually did. I, they were surprising. I saw, I saw, I'm surprised they were surprisingly good, but I don't feel like they need to make a third <laughs> one. I don't feel like I need to know any more of her story. Uh, Scoob. Uh, they basically doing a shoot, uh, offshoot of uh, Scooby Doo and them, uh-huh. but it's just Scooby and um, Shaggy. Okay. They said fuck them, everybody else. The we on our own mission. Oh, Fast Nine. I'm in for that. Okay. Did I lost interest. For that? You know, they're calling it F9. Yeah. Like like the keyboard. Hey. Like, what they call the last one? FX. FX. For the 10th one. They're doing 10 of them. The last one is next I one. lost interest after Paul Walker died. Oh, no. This they should call the test the 10th one uh, Fast 10. Your seatbelt? Fast your seatbelt? I don't care. Look, they made, they got a magnet plane. They doing some crazy shit. Now, SpongeBob's got a movie coming out, too. Um... Wonder Woman. Okay. Yep. That could June. be good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's get rid of this. Let's run. Oh, Soul is the last one I want to talk about. Okay. Saw. Soul. Oh, Soul. Okay. With Jamie Foxx is the first uh, uh, animated film starring a uh, black guy from Pixar. Uh-huh. It's him, David Diggs, and uh, oh. Tina Fey, and uh, John Ratzenberger. Okay. Well, that could be good. Yeah. And on that note, too, we have to give a shout out to Hair Love. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, St. Louis so Convention happy. too, though, man. Yeah, Carl Reed and yeah. I serve on the board of the Innovative Technology Education Fund together. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so we are very proud of him, CEO of Lion Forge, one of the producers of the, the short film. I loved it. As somebody who didn't grow up loving her hair, I would have appreciated something like this <laughs> when I was little. Shout out to uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. He's got two movies coming out from his plays this year. How does he? Yeah. Damn, man, he's doing it, man. He is. <laughs> thank y'all for listening as always. Thank you. Oh, one more. Top Gun. I'm tired of Tom Cruise, but I'll watch it. You're going to watch it. Everybody's going to watch, watch Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all don't, then you ain't American. I sound like somebody that shouldn't be saying that, but y'all get my point. <laughs> Before you wrap up, one more thing about the Oscars is mm-hmm. Barack Obama is now a, an Oscar winner, <laughs> and he won, he won for American Factory. So, uh, oh. American Factory, the documentary, he yeah. and uh, Michelle have a production company that just opened, and that was the first movie they bought out of festival. Excellent. And it won Best Documentary, so the Obamas are now a awesome. Academy Award winners. Were so. they there? They were not there. No, the... Um, the dr- close to what he got? <laughs> it's one of them. The- no, he's the only one he got left maybe is a Tony. Wait, what else do you have? He won a Grammy? What did he want a Grammy for? He won a for? Grammy for uh, the, the, the live version of his book, the spoken word version of his book. Oh. Did he? Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That's what I'm saying. He's close to what he got. Okay. If we see Obama on on, on, on a stage somewhere, <laughs> or his voice or something, he's going to get an EGOT. That okay. is hilarious. Right. Now, they were only the producers because they bought it at a festival. Like, they didn't make it. So the people who made it were there, and they collected. So I don't know if the Obamas actually get a, a little I'm gold sure man. Do. If you, if <laughs> but, you something, you can get but the, they yeah. were behind it, and, and as soon as it won, Michelle tweeted about it. So they were watching. Yeah. Now I feel more compelled to watch it. It's good. It's, it's really, good. really good. What is, and what's it called? Again? American Factory. American it's a Factory. documentary. It's a documentary about a factory in Ohio that was run uh, by an American company with a union, and it closed, and a Chinese company bought it and slashed everyone's wages by half. And it just shows these 
people stuck in the, in this environment where, where a foreign company's running the, and they can't afford anything and they're all downsizing their lives and it's sad but they fight back too so it, it's, it's it's uplifting in a way too well Raven where can I hit you up at Miss Culture on Instagram in Miss Culture I am. I have a. I have a public page now, so you can find me and <laughs> watch my content. Or Raven Akram, A K R A M, on Facebook. Just make sure they follow you. They're not. They're not add you there, huh? Yeah, just follow me. Yeah. Find me on Twitter at PC Hibbard. Uh, if you're on Letterbox, find me on Letterbox. That's where I do most of my social media. Uh, Letterbox. What is Letterbox? Is I've never it? Never heard of this. <laughs> Letterbox is totally just for movie nerds. It's it's a uh, it's social media where you just write reviews of movies that you've seen. Ooh, I need to be on that. Yeah, like pretty much every single movie that I watch. Letterboxed I, with a D. It's a letterbox with a D at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so like everything I watch, I at least put like a two word review. If it's something that really compels me, I will uh, write a whole thing. So a lot of times, like on Facebook, I'll write like these big reviews, and they're really just copy and paste from Letterbox. Yeah. So I like write these like big things on Letterbox, and I'll copy and paste them. But it's where I spend most of my time. So if you're on Letterboxd, if you're a movie nerd listening to this, find me because I want more followers. I'm disappointed that I don't know about this. Yeah, I'm going to join and follow you. You should. Uh, make sure y'all hit us up. Email is landocalpod at gmail.com. And thank you as always for listening.